Jiggly, what t-shirt was I wearing earlier today? Do you remember? What the yeah. I'm trying to remember what shirt I was wearing earlier today. Do you remember? Ah, oh, I found it. Alright, I think this is the one at least. Was I? Oh no, I think I just wore my work shirt afterward. Continue. Hey, this is Sad Boys Tuesday. I'm Jiggly. I'm still Adnan. And we Dude. have a... I, I was going to introduce you. All we right, have a Jiggly. special guest. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Jiggly I'm has sorry. already interrupted the special guest. Well done. <laughs> we have a special guest. We don't know... We, this is actually almost a, like one week off from an entire year since our last guest, which was Drew Connor. And I was going to bring in Lovell Palmer, but I'm scared to DM people on Twitter. So Stop instead, being scared to DM people, Jiggly. Please. Instead, I, I DM'd a guy that I know and... He's proof that we have fans of this show. It's Nick Mann. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All three is of it, us. Is it Dr. Nick? Oh, that's <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is uh, the chairman of uh, the ISA. Oh, nice. For, for Chicago Fire. Yeah, for yeah. Chicago. <laughs> the Independent Supporters Association for Chicago. So uh, we have a, we have uh, multiple important uh, fans: uh, Chris Brady, White Amsberg, and Nick. I'm I, so honored. I'm so I'm honored. Not gonna lie to you, by the way, I have no idea who Nick is in the slightest. This is I was really funny. I I was hoping that you would come back down at the end of the at the end of the uh, the Open Cup game so you could meet him because he showed up like right at the end. <laughs> I, I'll look through his Twitter real quick. I do like the name, <laughs> the Earl of Pennsylvania. That's that's good content. <laughs> well, my picture is right there, even though it's a little exaggerated of me it's... and the Chinese. He's the chairman. Look... Okay. And is that is that, that's a picture of you morphing into Stalin? Nice. Or is that... <laughs> Mao. That's more Mao. <laughs> well, yeah, the, enough, the profile yeah. picture is Mao. The, uh, the uh, banner picture is uh, Russia. It's okay. Just wait. Just wait till him and I just start talking about professional wrestling, and Julie gets cut out the picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God! <laughs> well, last night with WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I missed it, but it seems like because I, I watch more actually, of the AW, so I'm excited for tomorrow. But actually, I yeah. did hear about there was some what, like what was like uh, McMahon's daughter was like written out with a broken arm. <laughs> no, that was Charlotte Flair. Cool. <laughs> it was I know it was like a more famous a more famous wrestler. <laughs> has tried Potter. to resonate with the wrestlers and has missed, and we will move on. <laughs> it was a glancing blow. That was that's tough. I was so close. Uh, well, I mean, we do still have uh, other uh, other non soccer stuff just to go on with, and also unlike the Drew Connor episode, Nick is just going to be here for the entire episode, so. We're going to hear his thoughts. Oh, yeah. So, I got a lot. <laughs> unfortunately, we're not going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals this week, uh, but we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs for some reason because I was playing 2K and I just decided, cool, we're going to talk about the NBA. Uh, is Sixers good? Uh, well, yes, because Joel Embiid is playing again. Hashtag Sixers and Six. Hashtag trust the process. I'm still sticking with Miami in seven. I just I I'm a I'm a big Sixers guy, so I'm definitely blinded by um what's it called, uh, being a fan, whatever the term is for that. Although James Harden cooking again apparently, which was a, a joy to watch last night. Did you yeah, see any of the game? 
Oh, dude, it was it was like prime Houston Harden back again. I was so excited. If he's anything like that in game six and, or five, six, and seven, Sixers definitely have a big chance. Yeah, because he was nowhere. He was nowhere to be fouled. Dude, game one, two, one and two, it looked sad two. to watch him play. Yeah. I was, I was just like, wait, wait a minute. You traded Ben Simmons for him? <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Ben Simmons, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I would, if I was, if I ran a basketball team, I would trade Ben Simmons away for Jiggly. Shoot, I would send him to Europe, shoot, if I could. I just, let him go to uh, FC Barcelona. Shanghai Sharks. Yes. <laughs> Play with Starberry and shit. Oh, respect Stefan Star, or was it? Oh, Stefan Marbury. Yeah, Stefan Marbury. Yeah, yeah. That was, was a great story, him getting away from the NBA and being yep. a star up in China. But Good yeah, Ben Simmons, no. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching a uh, a a random. I don't know if I mentioned it last week. It just a random. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's a reality show where they teach Korean. Uh, they they teach Korean celebrities to play basketball, and they're not Vibes. good at it. Vibes. They they're not good at it at all. There's the only one that like I know of, uh, and I don't even. I haven't even seen the actual movie. One of the actresses from Lady Vengeance is in it. And that's it. <laughs> that's the only woman in the, that show that I know of. Lady uh, Vengeance? It's, Who's uh, teaching basketball? What? Who's teaching them basketball? Uh, professional uh, uh, Korean basketball coaches. Like, uh, one of them has, like, won multiple championships in, like, as both as a player and as a coach. And the other one only won a single championship, and he got baited into thinking that he was going to be the head coach, and instead he's just the assistant coach. <laughs> uh, call him Scott Styles. Styles? Scott Styles? Scott Styles. Scott Styles. I can get an Anthony Edwards jersey at Dick's Sporting Goods. That's that's twenty five percent off. That's a huge W. I'm getting an Anthony Edwards jersey. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing that I have to say about the NBA playoffs is, uh, if you want Mavs over Suns, you're a cop, or you're racist. <laughs> but uh, I I might be outing myself here then because I'd be rooting for the Mavericks. But it's also because I'm Eastern European and Luka Doncic probably. That is that is uh, is Kristaps Porzingis doing anything anymore? He's not there anymore. He got traded away. Yeah, like um, he he fell off so hard. <laughs> No, well, what's actually the, the main, not the main reason, but um, this is probably, I don't know how Nick's going to react to this. Uh, I think Chris Paul losing is funny. Hashtag CP0 rings. So it, it's toxic, but I wouldn't mind seeing him lose again because it'd be pretty funny. But, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather him lose in a conference finals just not to, to Dallas, especially on the way that that little white kid over here pushing his mama. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, that what? was weird. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, I'd rather them just lose to either Memphis or Golden State, but preferably Memphis. I just can't. Unfortunately, I can't root for Memphis because I was rooting for Minnesota in the first round. And it wasn't Memphis's fault because Minnesota could not hold on to a lead to save their life. But it was it was tough watching that series happen. Yeah, try being there for one of the games, like the when the fire went up to Minnesota. I happened to travel up there and try to get around with not only the fire and United playing, but also the twins and the Sox and oh. Minnesota, Minnesota oh. and Memphis. And like target field is right next to the target center. So trying to move between all those people was just ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing is that because I was playing 2k, I just randomly found out they have wolves merch in 2k. I don't know why. Like, what do you mean? Wolves? Like the team? Like, Obviously you can get, have- yes. Wolverhampton. They have Wolverhampton oh, jerseys. Wanderers. Oh, interesting. Yes. They have they Wolves the, jerseys in 2K. The Timberwolves. I was like, what no. you, why would you be surprised about that? That's sick. No. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's sort of like when Tottenham was in Madden. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vibes. Very or, Spursy. Or like how we have some um, MLS stadiums in FIFA because they're already in Madden. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is that... Is. Like, Soldier Field should be in FIFA, all things considered, but... I don't, like... The thing is, is that I don't think that they... I think only back in, like... Uh, Madden 13, did they finally start using Soldier Field as a name hmm. in it? Because I, it, it's sort of like Bill Belichick, where like Bill Belichick's name is nowhere in any Madden. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Is he not? I guess coaches are licensed individually. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're licensed individually. Yeah. And he's That's just crazy. never he's just never said yes to it, apparently. Uh, uh, so we can move on to Europe then. <laughs> Uh, wait, two quick things then. Uh, I don't know. Do I go for the dark blue Minnesota jersey or the lime green Minnesota Timberwolves jersey? Oh, uh, man. Probably if dark blue is much more practical, but the lime green like the I miss like the old, old Timberwolves jerseys where like it was... Fair. Like the Garnett days. Yeah, Garnett. I had a Garnett jersey. <laughs> uh, I'll have to decide that later. Um, I had a Wally Serviak jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I got a, I got a Shakiri jersey. You got a Shakiri jersey. Adnan does not. Yeah, for 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 good reason. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, I can transition us into Europe then. So Premier League stuff. Liverpool dropped points to Tottenham of all teams, which is kind of funny because you know it's Tottenham. City oh. are now three points clear after they won their game, and it might be their title to lose at this stage. Yeah. Fair. Nothing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Nothing about that. Uh, you know, like, yeah, if, it, if it comes to City and the, uh, the Premier League, they're gonna win it. But yeah, them um, in Tarifa? Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> and then I know apparently today the the news dropped that they got Erling Holland. Yeah, I I, I saw. I thought I think it was like Matthew Doyle who made the tweet of like if uh, if Pep Guardiola is such an amazing manager, why does he need Erling Holland? Pep Guardiola is a fraud. To be fair, Mourinho is miles clear. It's not even a debate to me. We all know this. Oh. Yeah. I, okay. We're. I can't wait till one of these things I say Nick Nick disagrees yeah. with, and this is where we start the fight for the next two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how long the episode lasts. Yeah, yeah. Pretty weirdly, but there's a very good chance Jose Mourinho Jose Mourinho is going to be the first coach to win the Conference League and therefore will become the first coach to win the Champions League, Europa League, and Conference League. And I love me some Jose Mourinho. Up the Roma. Unlike, unlike, what was it? Was it Ancelotti who... Was the Ancelotti recently? Who was the one who first won five leagues? Yeah. yeah, the top five leagues. Mourinho would have done it first if he want, if he wanted to move around a lot, but you know, and he also had to coach Man U for a bit, which kind of is is tough. That, that took some time. If he went to the Bundesliga instead of Man U, he would have he got oh, it. Imagine <laughs> Mourinho in the Bundesliga. Wow. Oh, if you give Jose oh, Mourinho oh. to Bayern Munich, bro, that's game over for everyone on the continent. It's man. already no, game over though. <laughs> No, no, no! It, you gotta spice it up. You can't, you can't go to the top league in a top team in a Bundesliga. Go to um. He goes to Union Berlin. Berlin. Yes, Union Berlin. Using, if, if Jose Mourinho's at Union Berlin, they would concede only two goals all season. 
would be beautiful. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't even know where to go from that. So, man, you Everton. got thumped. Well, man, you oh. got thumped. They should be fine to make the Europa League. I'm hoping they still get Europa League instead of Conference League because even though I love Josie Mourinho propaganda, the Conference League is tin pot. So hopefully, man, you can at least be in Europa League. Have a fun time next season. Uh, Everton have pulled off a remontada somehow. They've won again. So they've climbed out of the relegation zone. Um, life is not fair, and life is not fun. But I think they are now clear of everyone again. Let me find the standings real quick. Like It's fair, but it, it, it is fair, but it's not fun. It's, it's not fair. I don't even think it's fair. It's um because they beat, oh Leeds they, is down there yeah unfortunately for my father and Americans it's Everton's on thirty five with a game in hand and then Burnley and Leeds are on thirty four it's gonna have to be Burnley everyone's gonna know. have to hope Burnley no, goes down it's gonna have to be Leeds unfortunately for everyone's sake because Burnley aren't dying you can't kill Burnley unfortunately that's not gonna happen and yeah it's it it sucks because I really would have wanted to see Everton get relegated. Just like if, I want to see Sheffield United get thumped by Nottingham Forest. If, but, the yeah. forest. if, if Leeds gets relegated... Exactly say up the forest. Up the yeah. forest. Yeah, if Leeds gets relegated, uh, if Leeds gets relegated, do they keep Jesse Marsh? Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll bounce straight yeah. back up with Jesse okay. Marsh. Yeah. No, yeah. Next year, no Fullerton. Uh, no AFC... Bur- uh, AFC... Do you say Fullerton? Like the train station? Full out. Excuse me. <laughs> Good heavens. Yeah, I try. I, I, I keep forgetting about that team, and then I keep remembering. Oh, yeah, that's the one Tony Khan owns. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's oh, wait, Fulham and or... Yes. Well, Tony. No. Uh, well, technically, Sadiq Khan owns Fulham. Yeah. Wait. So, yeah. so, the, so, so the owners of the Jaguars, right? Yes. Yeah. And then the son of them owns the the wrestling company AEW. Yeah, and Ring of Honor. Yes, anything now. Yeah. Up the Ring of Honor. Um, yes. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I'll mention that real quick then. In the championship, Bournemouth and Fulham are the teams going up. And then the playoffs are between Forest and Sheffield United. And then there's um, Huddersfield versus Luton Town, I believe, are the matchups. Right? Is that what you were telling me earlier? Yeah. So those are always fun to watch. You know, hopefully... I think people are mostly rooting for Nottingham Forest, which is, you know, football heritage, as RJ would say. Yeah, because I didn't realize Forest dropped all the way to fourth. I guess there's no home field advantage anyway for the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter. But that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, like I'm rooting for them because it'll be the first time in Premier League since I graduated high school in 1999. So oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What did you tell yeah. me? Good heavens, man. They they haven't been in the Premier League or top flight since 1999. Well, I was more mainly reacting to you not gradu- you graduating high school in 1999. I was born 98, my man. I was that born in 99. Tough. Jesus that Christ. <laughs> that is crazy. Jesus Christ. We, uh, you know, we, we usually call RJ the old man. And <laughs> I'm usually the old man here, man, for crying out loud. I, I want to work today and all things considered. <laughs> No, you're the grown man. No, RJ's, <laughs> RJ's, RJ's the old man. And you're the grown man. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I, I am a bigger, I'm a larger man than RJ is. And there's something that he yeah. can do about that, unfortunately. That seemed weird, but we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> it, seri- so La Liga settled. Uh, Barca beat Betis. That doesn't really matter. They clinched top four. Um, Liga, who even cares about Liga? I can check if, if there's anything interesting there. The only title race really going on is Serie A. 
Both the Milan teams are still fighting one another. With two games left, AC Milan is up two points. I don't think they have head-to-head -head on Inter, so they're going to need to win out to make sure they get the title. I can double-check that in a second. Uh, they do not. Okay, and then... Uh, Inter, the okay, I'll, I'll give you the teams that they'll play against, though. I think Inter has... Inter might have the easier route. They play against Cagliari next, and then their final week game is against Sampdoria. Meanwhile, Milan has to play against Atalanta and then Sassuolo. <laughs> Oof, the Atalanta game will probably decide it then, especially because yeah. they need to win the game. Well, I mean, um, Sassu well, okay, Sassuolo hasn't been doing that well this season, but... They're always mid-table. They're just an average team. Well, they, 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 they were like pretty high up a while ago, weren't they? Sometimes, uh, like last yeah, season. I think, I think at one stage of this season or last season. But they always kind of gravitate towards the middle anyway. But like Cagliari and Sampdoria are like bottom of the table. Cagliari is already in relegation zone. They're in a relegation battle. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, the fifth for, for the Euro Europa spot, Lazio is ahead of everyone with, on three points with Roma, Fiorentina, Atalanta, the chasing pack. Although Roma does, ha does have the head-to-head -head advantage on Lazio, I believe, because they, they thumped them. Although Lazio, I think, thumped Roma in the other game, so I've got to check that. I think Roma has head-to-head -head on Lazio. So hopefully, Jose can clinch Europa that way. Or at the very least, I'm like 99% sure that the Conference League winner makes the Europa League. So Jose just has to beat Feyenoord, which isn't the easiest task in the world, because that Feyenoord team is kind of fun, but they should be fine. Um, let me just look at Liga real quick just to see if anything stupid has happened. No, you know, same old, same old as before. Remember, remember when P when PSG lost the league at the at the end last season? Kinda, yeah. Pochettino came in and, and like kind of rebounded from Tuchel, but then lost it again at the end because of that that little team. Uh, Saint Etienne is still going into the playoff. It seems the oh, playoff. I did. I just checked league on, and it looks yeah. like the J League. I hate it. It looks that, like the J League. That happens. Bordeaux is almost certainly going down now, unfortunately, especially because Saint Etienne has a game in hand. Um, standard stuff. Now we get to talk about the, the big the big boys. Well, first of all, the Bundesliga. Unfortunately, out of all the Vibe teams, it looks like it's going to be Leipzig that'll get fourth because Freiburg lost Union Berlin. So now Leipzig is in fourth. And even though Freiburg... Well, Freiburg's the only one that really has a chance actually left, but they're going to need Leipzig to lose now on the final day. So that's a bit of a shame. Um, it looks what like... What does Leipzig play against? Oh, they're yeah. up against Armenia. That's they, um, they're they're getting it. <laughs> and they they just need a point, so I think they're fine. And then and in terms Freiburg of the relegation spot, Armenia Bielefeld is almost certainly down because they're behind on goal. Oh yeah, they're down on goal differential too. So unless there's a huge swing, they're going to be relegated automatically. Well, it is a shame because uh, in their last game, it was a, a big game against uh, Bokum, and it was tied until the last minute. And then George Bello of Atlanta United conceded an 89th minute own goal. To to get, get confirm or to put them behind, and they ultimately lost that game. It looks like Stuttgart will be in the relegation playoff. They are three points behind Hertha, but Stuttgart have to play Köln, and Hertha Berlin have to play. Let's see, who do Hertha Berlin play? Dortmund. Oh, so actually, you know, there's a decent chance Hertha Berlin could fall into the relegation playoff. Speaking of the relegation playoff, um, Nick, do you know what the biggest league in the world is? Bundesliga two or the, two? No, uh, oh, he's got there. Ah. Two dot Bundesliga. Two dot space. Yes. <laughs> so we have some updates. 
shout out Fortuna Dusseldorf. If anyone here is listen is a fan of Fortuna Dusseldorf, knows a Fortuna Dusseldorf fan, hug and kiss Ugh. them on my behalf. <laughs> I I love Fortuna. This is gonna be a tough thing to say now because I know Colin Chicago is a big thing, and I I owe a lot to Colin the Colin because of what happened two years ago. But Fortuna Dusseldorf decided to beat Darmstadt for no reason whatsoever. Which then put the ball back in Bremen's hands, and Bremen beats um, Erzgebirge. It's such a tough name to say. So now, oh, going into the final week, Schalke actually clinched promotion. Unfortunately, St. Pauli has completely fallen apart at the end of the season. They've bottled promotion, and <laughs> I know there's a, a big St. Pauli contingent. Schalke has clinched promotion. Ver- Bremen is now in second. They are three points ahead of Hamburg and Darmstadt, who are third and fourth. Bremen just need a tie on the final day to secure promotion, and they are at home. If they don't win, they would need either Hamburg or Darmstadt to drop points in order to fall into the playoff. If all teams win, Bremen ends up second. Hamburg would actually be third in the relegation playoff, and Darmstadt would miss out entirely. Which I is just big. want to mention, um, did you actually see what happened in that Dusseldorf-Darmstadt game? No, actually, oh, I, saw the, I saw the Dusseldorf goals. I didn't see the two red cards, though. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there's two red cards in this game, and I don't know what happened here, but the first one was Dusseldorf in the 87th, and the second one was Darmstadt in the 88th. Yeah, so, so some, something, something has happened. to have happened. <laughs> I think one. I think the Dusseldorf was a second yellow, but I assume a brawl happened, which I could not care less about how the result ended up ending up the way it did. But yeah, so Bremen now have it all in their own hands. I am very scared. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, that is that is huge. I'm very excited. Uh, on a related note, Chigley, I won't be able to record on Monday next week. You'll see why eventually. But <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I won't have class anymore anyway. So yeah, but that's yeah. Hopefully, like Force Bremen can get the job done. So we'll see. Getting third isn't the worst thing in the world, but the playoff stays. I'd much rather just get everything settled now, get promoted. No, I have to worry about it anymore. And I can, I can celebrate for however long I want to. <laughs> Shout uh, out Fortuna Dusseldorf. I love all of you. So who's the top six teams again? So the only teams in contention for promotion. Schalke oh, is automatically through. They've already settled that. Brighton is in second. They just need a point. Or if they lose one of the other two to drop points, but I'm, I'm not going to expect that to happen. Third is Hamburg. Fourth is Darmstadt. They are tied on points, but Hamburg has a much better goal differential. Okay. If all teams win, or if Bremen tie and the other teams win, Bremen automatic, Hamburg promotion playoff, Darmstadt, rally, or Darmstadt are staying in the two Bundesliga, the two-period space Bundesliga. And as much as I love the two-period space Bundesliga, I never want to be in this league ever again. Get out of here <laughs> and close the door behind you, Bremen. Just get the job done. They are playing Jan Regensburg, which is the epitome of what sounds like a mid-table team in Germany. Um, I don't remember who the other two are playing. Darmstadt oh, I can pull it playing. up. Darmstadt is playing Paderborn, who are a decent little outfit sometimes. And Hamburg are playing Hansa Rostock. So, yeah, that's a, a whole lot of interesting things. I am. I am. I just. I. I'm thinking about the that game time and time again, Jiggly. And I am. It's a mix of excitement. It's a mix of scaredness. I. I'm a mess. Is what well, I mean, as you from. as you said, this is like the perfect thing for uh, the perfect thing for Bremen because can they top the league with this? 
They can technically, yeah. The good thing is they're not in first place going into the final weekend. They're not in first place. First place, yes. Um, they can actually still technically win the title, but that would require Schalke to lose. I mean, and, and I would, I, I only care about getting promoted, but getting the two Bundesliga, two period space Bundesliga trophy would be pretty funny. If Bremen do end up f- finishing the season in first and winning that trophy, I will buy a replica trophy if I can find one online, by the way. <laughs> Um, so that's that. For is it Europe. also is the two is the two dot space Bundesliga yeah, trophy absolutely also a still a plate? Absolutely still a plate. Yes, it's not a shield. It is a plate. Um, lastly, speaking of UCL, I almost forgot about this entirely. Manchester City pulled off one of the biggest chokes of all time. They blew a two goal lead in the final minutes of the game. I think they conceded in like the ninetieth and ninety first, or eighty ninth and ninety first. To, uh, to Real Madrid, who forced overtime and then won the game in overtime. So our Champions League final is now Liverpool versus Real Madrid. In the Europa League, we've got Rangers versus Eintracht Frankfurt of all matchups, which is insanity to me. Nice. And then we kind of touched upon this earlier, but the Conference League final will be Roma versus Feyenoord. Uh, I just want to say that... Uh, I- was it did did you say it or did I just find this on Twitter? Which was uh, Carlo Ancelotti. I don't know if he's a fraud or not. Like they're losing, and then suddenly he raises an eyebrow, and then they're winning by three. That meme's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, the meme is everywhere. Carlo Ancelotti has no tactics. He just, just kind of <laughs> stares off into the distance. Honestly, and that's that's how I view. That's how I want to be like as a coach. Just like not, I just how, that's not possible. I set a ta- I set a tactic before the game, and then I don't do anything during the game. Oh, I don't no, so give that, any instruction. No, no, no. Just you like, want to be Louis Van Hall then? Oh. Louis Van Hall famously would sit in his in his chair during the games. Well, I mean, I remember I remember the the long interview that I did that I was a part of with uh, Novak, and he specifically said like. If I have to stand up during a game, that means that you've done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I, I get both ways. And then the Van Hall led to the greatest moment, or one of the greatest moments in Premier League history, when Van Hall actually got out of his chair to complain to the referee about how Arsenal players were diving and flopping to the ground, and then he flopped in the ground to demonstrate it, yes. and everyone just lost it. Oh, I love Louis Legendary Van moment. I should actually. I, I still haven't figured out who I'm rooting for at the World Cup. I'm not counting the U.S. because I know they're not doing anything with Greg Walter. I'm probably. Yeah. I might pick Holland because of Louis Van Hall. I, I assume. I still feel so coach. bad for Japan. I feel so bad for Japan because they got a horrible draw. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's the toughest draw I think by far. Yeah. I would, I'm, I'm, I would have been cheering for Japan, but like, man, they're not getting out. Yeah. I, I'm gonna stick with Canada. I'm going with Canada yeah. this whole time. I'm, I'm going with, with Canada, Canada too. Yeah. And I think I've said before, I think that this might be the year that Poland can get out of a group. Nope. nope. We'll, you talk, could, you we'll could, talk about that later Later you, when we get closer to the, to the actual World you Cup. Could, you like, could have a group of Poland, the Chicago Fire, Chicago House, and DeKalb Corn United. Poland wouldn't get out of that group. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, obviously it would, be, it would be the Fire because they can win the World Cup. Okay, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that's Europe. Talk speaking, about Japan now. Speaking of Japan, we're moving on to Japan. I know that uh, Nick had has been mentioning to me every single time at tailgates that he wants us to talk about the Thai league, but unfortunately, I cannot find enough information. And I want us to get as get to the fire as fast as possible because that's why uh, he's here. I've got to go to <laughs> Thailand for a thing. Actually, <laughs> that's terrible. That it was sounds a Vietnamese league. <laughs> it was a Vietnamese league. That, 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 that sounds sus. Oh, don't worry. It's a Saturday Night Live joke. It's supposed to be sus. Yeah, that's... 
That's what, I, that's what I always think about whenever someone mentions Thailand or traveling. Hey, you know. Narame 77 no narabi de nakunaku inaraku narahan naradai nanaku narabete naga nagame. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny, to be fair. Well, I mean, anyway. I, maybe I'm not getting a joke here, and it's more, it's more morbid than I think it is, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, J League. Uh, Osaka, Osaka finish off Jubilo Iwata despite a late red card and conceding almost immediately after that. It was a 2-1 victory. Uh, Kyoto Sanga fall 1-0 to Consadale Sapporo. Uh, they got a goal in the 52nd minute. Uh, before, I get to, before I get to overall, Nick, do you have a specific J-League team that you like? <laughs> I don't really follow the J-League, but cool. I do know it's Tokyo, but yeah. I can move on then. Uh, yeah. Kashima Antlers loses 3-0 to Sanfrecce, leaving the door open for Kawasaki to take back the top spot. They have a game in hand. They, they're they only down by two points, and they're tied on goal differential. If Kawasaki wins their next game, they're back up on top, which I don't want that. No one wants that. Uh, moving on to the women's, stu- women's soccer, uh, the WE League. Jeff was on a WE action day, so they did not play this week. WE action in, action day, just the best thing. It's also like actually good for the community. Just reminding everyone that while it sounds Mass funny, w. while it sounds funny, it is a good thing. <laughs> uh, Minabi Sendai lost three two to uh, Yoroda Reds, and uh, Kobe has officially won the league. They are by far just like they've blown past everyone. It looks like they 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 are the Arsenal undefeat uh, un, unbeatable team, except like instead of getting a bunch of draws, they win. Uh, so. I'm concerned about that, but uh, whatever. NWSL, uh, I know, Nick, you, 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 do you still care about the NWSL? I've kind of fallen off because of what happened over the offseason, but do you still care? I, I care about the, uh, the, the league thriving, but honestly, especially after what had happened, I, I forgot the, who were two teams are playing when the players get hurt and, they wait for the stretcher. It had the players had to come out and grab the stretcher and get out there quicker. It, 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 it's a horrible look right now. Right now, what's going yeah. on? With, this, this is this is horrible. You know, I, I want this league to succeed. Like I like all the other lower league men's teams, women leagues to succeed. But right now, this is looking horrible. This is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh, I didn't even know about that. Like I, as I said, I've kind of checked out the NWSL in on a whole. Seems like a bit less fun a whole lot less fun than like it used to be uh i'm like i mean the the new red stars jersey this is the first time that a red stars jersey has dropped and everybody's just kind of been like eh like it it it, it hasn't like uh reached the souls of people this time and nobody likes the jersey uh you know uh connor who we all like uh used to do he's with uh the sky now uh doing social media for the sky now right yes and so he he did red he did uh, social media for the red stars he's gone now so slightly less <laughs> for for how cool the social media team for the red stars are and at like also the san diego wave are the top team in the league right now and i hate that good on a person on a personal level no you know who plays for oh god does alice morgan play for the wave yeah she scored four goals on saturday good Jesus, two, of them penalties. two of them penalties Hey, look, that's what San Diego gets for actually having a nice logo. rest of the stupid league has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> I saw a thing where Kansas City's jersey got unveiled. And I got pissed off about their logo again. <laughs> I hate that team, bro. 
I had I had like I thought I'd gotten away with Sky Blue rebranding to Gotham. Oh yeah, that's the, finally, team, that's the team that San Diego scored four on. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Because I'm still a little. Because I'm like, you know what? At least Sky Blue's not thinking more. I don't have to get pissed off about that. And then you started telling me about Kansas City, and <laughs> oh my god! god oh god, the, the, the Gotham from Scott. First of all, like it confused me. It was like Sky Blue. I'm like, what is that? Is that another team in North Carolina? Because you think, oh, the- Sky Blue, North Carolina. I was like, no, that's in New York. It's like, why would they call the team Sky Blue? The like, only okay, reason. The only reason why Sky Blue, man, it's a color. the only reason the only reason why I didn't question it at all is because I found out about Sky Blue when they originally started in the uh, in the WS in, like the WSL no not WSL the WPS the ma- WPS the, back the in like 2007. Shack. The Magic no, Shack. No, well, I mean Magic, Magic Jack was in WPS, yes, <laughs> uh, but like back when Sky Blue started the WPS, I was like nine and out eight or nine, and I was just like. This sounds like I guess it's a soccer team. I don't know. Like I have to get used to it. I mean, this is the first time I've been to women's soccer games, so I guess this is how they do things here. <laughs> and then, like you know, you see them like make other teams in. Like, do you remember Los Angeles Soul? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, oh you, you wouldn't nod none. <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah. Los Angeles Soul had Martha on it. <laughs> It, it, yeah, and in the sky blue, you change your name to Gotham FC, and immediately I think Batman. Yeah, yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> and Batman is, and most Batman films have been filmed in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I mean, the thing is, is that like technically Gotham is New York, but like in the comics, it kind of looks like Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like Chicago, and also Metropolis is in Illinois. Yeah, Metropolis, Illinois. I've been there. They, they have yeah. the uh, world's largest uh, Superman museum. Exactly. So, interesting. so interesting. all of all of DC Comics actually takes place in the state of Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> like the Calb. Yeah, the Calb. Yeah, the Calb. That's where that's, that's where Aquaman is from. That's where that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I was gonna say that's that's where that's where the the, the Kent far uh, the Kent Farm is. But okay, Would you call me. <laughs> no, no, DeKalb is like some some uh that's the home of like some uh unknown DC hero like the Blue Beetle. <laughs> like he's from DeKalb. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna just search up obscure DC character and just see oh, yeah. what comes up. Nope, it just gives me a bunch of lists. Thank you. <laughs> like that's where Peacemaker is from. Like, where's Peacemaker? Rockford. Uh okay. Uh, Red Stars did not play this week because of the Challenge Cup final. That's that's it for women's soccer. Okay. Uh, and do you want to talk about Detroit? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we, okay. we can keep out a lot of the more recent, more yeah, recent stuff. But yeah. like the original thing was that uh, Detroit City has to has uh, their social media account has had to tweet twice already. Uh, technically, we can swear on here, but I just like bleep it out with like an anime and anime sound. Uh, so the F word, yeah, they basically yeah. had to say twice that you cannot do it either implied or just have it written on any merch or like banner taken into the stadium. Yeah, and Detroit fans got real angry about it, and I found it funny because you know Adnan also understands how annoying Detroit fans are. <laughs> Well, and the other thing about how, like, I remember back in the day when Cincinnati was a USL team and they had their sellouts and everything was going so great. 
And everyone was kind of telling him, like, hey, this is great and all, but when you try to go to MLS, things are going to change a bit, just just so you know that. Like, it's not going to be the same. And then things changed, and Cincinnati get mollywopped almost right. every week. Well, they're, the they're, thing they're is, is this that... But what's funny about Detroit is that this is like a speed run now because they they you know about this and everyone knows about how they like they boasted about being anti MLS almost they were the independent yeah. club and then they joined yeah. USL which is kind of an MLS byproduct of sorts of MLS teams in USL and almost immediately have to now deal with things and like there was an old tweet from back in the day where they tweet out like hey guys no uh, no profanity on shirts but th- they're doing this now because of the the big league stuff. This is, yeah. this is, it, and it's like, well, I mean, it's morbidly it, funny again. It's, it's like, well, I mean, there was a long time where like Detroit fans were just like specifically proud of, we are going to swear and we're not going to care what your children think because our children are well behaved. And I, I understand that and I support that. But at the same time, like you make this your identity and now you're going to have to deal with like, well, corporatization as, uh, Adnan and I both know about the, uh, the the wonderful John Boys documentary, you know, fighting in the age of loneliness. You know, everything you love will be whitewashed, sanitized, and corporatized. Remember Jiggly yep. that one fire game, like when after the fire tried to get rid of Section Eight, and it was kind of like a, a weird stage. Jiggly oh, and God. I were in Section Eight, and we we're using profanity because you know we're grown men. It, it, it's oh not, God, that was that. That was the Orlando section. game. That was yeah, the Orlando it, game where the guy call, called us up to the top of Section 8 to be like, I've seen people die in Germany because of this, so don't do this here. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this isn't the family section. This is the supporter section. I don't care if you want to sit here, but I'm not going to stop being vulgar. <laughs> we're trying to do the yellow yellow effing team. We're playing Columbus. Like, what else? No, we were playing. Do? No, we were playing Orlando. Yeah, I know. There's another game though. We're we were doing. We're playing Columbus, and we're doing the yellow effing team. And two girls were like, "Hey, can you guys not do them?" Like, I don't care what you think. <laughs> and then, like, I remember one other guy was like getting hyped. He's like, "See, you can do it without swearing." I'm like, "I don't care if I'm swearing or not. I'm I'm, I'm here to watch a soccer game. I'm not here to I'm not here to watch Hamilton for, or something." So like, it's it's this thing of like I understand where they're coming from, but the way that they have interacted with other fan bases just makes other fan bases not want to help them out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so funny. Exactly. Like exactly. In the nicest way possible, Detroit could burn to the... No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't deal with them much directly when I was covering the house last season, but like I know there were some interactions with... like like They didn't like the house at all. They, they kept trying to dra- dunk on the house. And they, and they went after Fiverr fans, too. That was the big thing. Detroit probably yeah. celebrated when the house had, had their issues and uh, how the house won't be in Nisa this season. Oh, no. They, they, were, they were just digging in on Nisa in general. Like, I, could, I could care less what happens to Detroit in terms of like, yeah, all that stuff. Although Sean Spence is a great guy. Hopefully nothing bad happens to him. He's, he's a wonderful person. Uh, Nick does. Nick did not know about Sean. <laughs> Sean Spence is a, a lovely man, all things considered. Well, he told me to eat blank. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Nick, you have – well, I mean, Nick, you yeah. have uh, you have like ex- also experience with Detroit, so – Go in uh, to vent about Detroit in general. <laughs> let me let me let me start start off with this. When the concept of when I heard about Detroit City, I was all for it. You know, my late fiance uh, Danielle, she was from Detroit. Her family's still from Detroit. I carry Detroit in my heart every day. You know, I've been to Detroit multiple times. All I felt is open hearts. Uh, warm meals, great food, good people. But everything in me wants Detroit City to 
just collapse within itself. <laughs> I will, I should have sold. I I should have tried to sell off my shares like last week because that would yeah. have been great. <laughs> because of their fan base, it's. I get the rebelliousness. You don't want MLS in your city. You don't want to be corporate. You want to strike against the United States Soccer Federation. Guess what? Every supporters group in this country has issues with MLS or you uh, or United States Soccer Federation. Y'all are not an island onto yourself. Running a independent supporters association, I get the same things all the time. I advocate for supporters. These are things that we have said, but we learn how to work within the system. We learn when to curse and when not to curse. I was 20 years old once too, and every other word coming out of my mouth was derogatory work. Then I got to my 30s, and now I'm in my 40s. I know when to curse, and I know how to curse. I know how to span my vocabulary. These guys don't seem to know that. And now the narrative has changed because now it's about, oh, it's not just about the F word or F Ohio. It's about something political. I'm not going to get into that right now. You should have let off with that because more people would have been on your side. Even as much as I hate the Northern Guard, if you had let off like, hey, we want to display this flag for these people, then I would have been all for it. I could have brought that. I'm also a member of the uh, Independent Associ uh, Supporters Association Council for North America. I could have brought that to the, uh, our president's uh, purview. But because of the way they act, I don't want to do anything for them. They have bad messaging. They act like they're five. And it's... it's it, no, 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 they don't... Let me not say act like they're five, because I've met five-year-olds that <laughs> act a hell of a lot better than the way they act. I mean, this is a group that went after a black supporters group because they support MLS. And again, this is gatekeeping. We try to fight gatekeeping every day, and every supporters group in this country try to fight gatekeeping. And yet they're doing a form of gatekeeping because we happen to support an MLS team. They're not the arbiters to decide how we consume soccer. And even those who uh, supported a non-MLS team, like, I mean, yeah. like, Black Fires was supporting Chicago House, essentially. Yeah, and they support the Red Stars. Yeah. So we support independent, well, even though the Red Stars are, are, are top-notch in the women's women's uh, pyramid, but, yeah, they we had some members support the House. We support lower league division teams. Yeah, we want that. We ultimately want pro-rail. Even though I think that's never going to happen in North America, but still, I would I support that. But because we don't do it the way they do it, they got a problem. That's definitely so, like the that. I mean, that was my issue with uh, when they were coming after like fire fans and uh, the house. It's like, do you want to like grow this league or not? Like you're kind of just uh -huh. trying to stun on everybody. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Nisa has their problems, but. You know, if you ever really like wanted to grow their game, grow the game here, they would have stuck in NISA and worked with other supporters groups, even though how small they are in NISA, to get these people that are using NISA as a Ponzi scheme to, and run them the hell out to show them like, hey, this is how we, this is how we got 
uh, our ownership. This is how we get our ownership. This is how we have uh, supporters ownership. This is this is where you could do it. Hell, House was taking their their playbook and using it when they were trying to get supporters ownership, trying to sell off shares. Now, because of the Ponzi scheme, House is over here in I forgot what league. Oh, Northwestern, uh, Northwestern Premier League, maybe. Is that the same yeah. league as like RWE, RWB Adria? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, then it's then Castle. it's uh, then then I think it's the NSL. I think it's yeah. the National Soccer League. No, yeah, I, that's not the name of it. Oh. I think Midwest Premier. Midwest oh, yeah, Premier. Midwest Premier. Yeah, now they're the same league trying to hurry up and get back into uh, a professional league, which is just like okay, Nisa is probably not going to be around in a year, so they might be a USL League One. Or long shot USL championship team. Honestly, I think, the house could, I think the house could barely get into the USL League Two right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but it's Peter Welsh. Yeah, and it's still a Chicago market. Yeah. Yeah. So they might be able to pull off getting into USL championship. I mean, I think that Edgewater has a better chance of getting USL League One than the house. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's, let's calm down a bit there, Jimmy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hold your horses there. Hey, my. My uh, rec league team has victories over the Edgewater Castle Reserve <laughs> team. I'm not even kidding you. I played it right back. With Real Dad Salona? Real Dad Salona had 10 men, with one of them being me at right back, and we beat Edgewater Castle Reserves. <laughs> Technically speaking, Edgewater Castle Reserves is just a tryout team, but I do not care. I'm counting that. The, you know what's funny, Jiggly? The Chicago House will be playing a game the same place Real Dat Salona plays. That is the CIBC fire pitch. <laughs> that is crazy stuff. They went, from, the they, went from, they went from the game to CIBC fire pitch. No, no, their, their, their home arena is, I think, NIT, which is right by my apartment. Yeah, yeah but no, uh, the, 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 game against, the game against Edgewater is going to be at the fire pitch, though. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. <laughs> It's funny. It's the same day as the Champions League final, apparently. Oh, my it's God. Ridiculous. Uh, oh, obviously, they're going to have to move the final then, right? Of course. You know. yeah. <laughs> it's a let's huge shot. May 28th. Let me, so it's, it doesn't, wait, let's see what's, what time it is. The game is at 3 p.m. Central. UCL final. Let me check what Google tells me. 2 p.m. May 28th. Yep. The, the games will be on at the same time. What champions they are. <laughs> so I guess like the, the main thing is is that we we do understand like this is an, a very interesting and possibly important battle that Detroit is going through but they've burned a lot of goodwill goodwill with the rest of North American soccer fans mm-hmm. like it's nobody wants to support them in terms of what they're fighting for because it's just like they they haven't made themselves likable to everyone else. There's an understanding of like, oh yeah, you can have banter, I guess, but like, there comes a point where you're just sort of like isolating yourself, and uh, now you're an easy target. I need to interrupt, by the way. At one stage, the the house will play a game on Friday, June 10th, and then play a game Sunday, June 12th, which is which is just tin pot. The fire have done that do. before. <laughs> yeah, but the fire, the fire. Yeah, <laughs> which we'll get to in a second. Yes, it, it, it. My mother told me a very long time ago, you catch more insects with honey than you do with horse manure. <laughs> and right now, Detroit supporters are just handing everyone horse manure 
and going, woe is me. Yeah, so, there's, they're, they're, they're definitely like, I'm seeing, you know, there's obviously some hate going towards the Detroit supporters that is a bit unwarranted and kind of, yeah. uh, and kind of like problematic the way that they're doing it. And that's the stuff that's being like picked out. But right. there is a whole lot of warranted dis like just disdain. no one wants to help. yeah warranted disdain for uh, Northern Guard that has mm-hmm. just developed and as you said they should have led with the stuff that they're bringing up now yeah yeah, yeah. And, that, and, that, and don't get me wrong there's some nice uh, yeah there's some nice people there. yeah there's some nice people that work in there I remember going to the uh, the house game. House in Detroit, and a couple of uh, their supporters came up to us. Uh, they were cheering for House. It was like, "Yo, you you guys are a couple of years. Y'all gonna be something, and we're probably gonna have a proper rivalry." I mean, now things have gone the way they have, and you know, it's just it, it, this is just sad. You know, this is a team that their their existence they created. I rooted for it. It was like, "Yes, we need this. This is well, great." Mean, two and years now, ago, two years ago, I was I I like. Had, I was trying to beg my mom to to let me have the money to buy some shares in in Detroit, and at, and like it barely took a year before I was like, I don't know, man, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> and I, I, just to to end on one more complaint, they've got one of the worst logos I've seen in my life. That Detroit, <laughs> that Detroit City logo is atrocious. And just like looking at it and telling me, yeah, that's a soccer team logo. It's 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 atrocious. It's not like- as bad as Kansas City, obviously, but that's a bad soccer logo. Yeah, how many found to lose do we have in this freaking uh, this freaking city? Because St. Louis got one, uh, New Orleans, Crescent City, they they got it. Like in now Detroit, it's like, come on, Quebec. man. Yeah, Quebec. Any team come in on, Quebec. Man. Yes, come on, man. Or just like pretty... French Canada in general. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I've got propaganda for those because the Bosnian culture uses like those lilies, as we call them. I forgot Florida what they're lilies. called. Like, so whenever, whenever my my team, well, my dad actually has a soft spot for Darmstadt and the two space, two period space Bundesliga because they've got the that thing on their logo. So I, I can't agree with that, unfortunately, because you know Bosnian propaganda. But right. it, the, the the statue logo is atrocious for Detroit City. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's a huge, ugly statue in the city. That's that's all. Yeah. <laughs> that in the abandoned sky rises, but that's a whole different story. Like that that was the saddest part about being in in Detroit. All these sky high. Uh, skyscrapers and half of them are abandoned. And just like, us, what the hell? Let us each of us say at least one good thing about the city of Detroit. Just, just one. Uh, they used to have the Palace of Auburn Hills, but that doesn't even count anymore. Because that I, doesn't count. You have to say something nice about them right now. Like say something <laughs> currently nice. You know what? Something terrible that I genuinely. Or like, do or, you know what? How about like historical then? No, no. What's a fun? A fun fact. I I never intend to do this, but it keeps accidentally happening. When I go to spell out Detroit in an article, I put Detroit, like with riot in it, by accident. I always think the I goes ahead of the O, but it doesn't. And I make it mistake every time. And it looks so terrible. Like, it looks like I'm making a stupid joke. And I'm not trying to. But I also can't spell Milwaukee anyway. The Red Wings are kind of <laughs> I cool. Can't I can't either. I was going to say the Red Wings. <laughs> yeah, I got stuffed, mate. Um, they, have a really, they had a really good Mexican restaurant that was really good and really cheap. I forgot what kind of part of town <laughs> it was in, but it was really good. It was really cheap. The current Pistons team is kind of a vibe. They've got a Bosnian dude, so I kind of rock with them. Uh, my thing is that uh, I have done too many uh, too many scripts involving hockey this semester, which have involved me 
doing too much research on the Detroit Red, Wing, Red Wings. And I've learned a whole lot about the Red Wings recently. And I have a lot of respect. And if I get another hockey jersey by my own choice, instead of just like, oh, hey, you want a, want a jersey? Sure. Uh, I would like to get a Gordie Howe Red Wings jersey. That looks real nice, to be fair. Gordie Howe is a legend. I love him. Well, uh, the Black, yeah, the Blackhawks went and won their three Stanley Cups in uh, the 20, 2010s. It wasn't for Detroit. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, also, also they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have won the, their only Stanley Cup until the, 20, until the 2010s if it wasn't for Detroit and a specific Detroit player trying to start a union. And so they sent all of the players who were for a union to Chicago as punishment. And because they were good, they won a cup. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> and yeah, there were, there were a few players from Detroit that were on that that moved from Detroit to the Blackhawks because they supported a supported a union. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I it's like weird NHL history. I finally watched that John Boy's video on Randall Cunningham. By the way, Jiggly, yes, the the, the Eagles, yeah. So that's what it reminded me of. Uh, right. Should we start I mean, that, with the fire now? That that's in, oh. that's in my NH my history of the NHL video actually history of hockey video that on, on the JW Haruka channel. Uh, anyway, well, I mean, before the fire, just quick MLS stuff. I mean, uh, Vancouver beat Toronto, which uh, goes with our narrative of we need to beat Toronto down as much as possible. Toronto is actually, I mean, we can say that the Fire are the worst team in the league, but like Toronto, Toronto's not much better. Yeah. And also, it gives some hope for Vancouver actually being somewhat relevant this season because, you know, we, we, we got a soft spot for him here. At Hopefully. Uh, Seattle, wait a second. Seattle has seven points on the season. <laughs> Who cares? They won the, oh, yeah, they, they, won, they won the CONCACAF Champions League, by the way, Seattle. So that, that's just peak MLS. That Seattle's obviously the best at everything. I hate uh, Jiggly, Jiggly, you, you skipped the, uh, the first thing I put in the MLS. You can talk about it. You can talk about it if you want, but, like... George Milovic is, is also quite good still, by the way. I'm, I'm just going to keep ramming that home as the fire continues. We've to talked at length about what I think of Georgie. <laughs> yes, I know this. Nick, and do you I have just... anything to add? Do you have anything to add about Georgie? I have no opinion about him, good or bad. I just he's just there, <laughs> and that's all I got to say. And like, like, I, I wasn't the biggest Georgie Mihaljevic sympathizer either, but now well, I, I just, remember like, when he was here. I do remember when he was here. Like that was like one of our first epi- one of our first episodes. It was like just before the pandemic, where I was talking about uh, Georgie wasn't showing up. It was the Seattle game where RJ and I went to the watch party. Oh yeah, everyone disagreed with you because everyone thought Georgie was really right. And you were like, no, nah, he sucks. And we're like, what do you mean? So, like, I, it's it's not like it's a new opinion because he's not playing for the Fire anymore. No. I have held this opinion for a while. I, and I, I think that he needed a change of scenery. I just like keep mentioning that because it's funny. Is he playing I, on I, the wing? Is he playing on the wing in Montreal? No, of course not. So, yeah, that's why. I said that he wasn't good on the wing and we were going to play him on the wing. Why do we play him on the wing? <laughs> why do you play him on the wing? <laughs> but, it's like yeah, a reverse yeah. Shakiri. <laughs> oh, if, if only we had someone that we could actually put at cam now and that we're like <laughs> on the wing. If only there was someone we used oh, to have at the club. Harry that's Ship. Lin- that's not Lin- Lucas Dejanovich either. We traded Harry Ship to Montreal for 100K. <laughs> what? They, just let, Lucas, they just let Lucas Dejanovich leave, man. <laughs> they just let him leave. <laughs> I'm happy I don't support this club more because I would hate them right now. Yeah, so we're, we're moving into the fire. Uh, into the fire. I can just mention... And uh, MLSR, uh, yeah. that's that's a that that's back to that's that's an anime reference actually. MLSR, oh, of course. I, I didn't get uh, it at first. But of course, it is. I don't know why every single time, like the in the in like nineties 
anime, when they had a second season, it'd just be the name of the show R. Okay. No one knows enough. why. No one knows why. Uh, I think it's supposed to be redo or whatever. Uh, anyway, Montada. <laughs> Sailor Moon Ramontada. Uh, Fire 2, uh, Justin Reynolds got sent off for the second time in the season. Uh, I didn't go to the game. I was working on my feature film script, which, fun fact, I had 10 pages going into this weekend, and I'm now sitting here on Monday afternoon with 89 pages. <laughs> <laughs> the only time the only time i stopped writing was to watch the fire and boy would i watch <laughs> uh i can so, i can get into the more formal uh match recap before we let the man yeah, scream I, the microphone that, that's 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 what i was going to introduce which is uh so, the reason why we have the reason why we have Nick on wasn't just for him to uh talk about Detroit which honestly that was just like a bonus but he just like messaged us after the game. He he just like tweeted at us and asked to be on the show. If you guys remember a while ago when I was talking about, I wish we had a Doug Buffon to yell about the fire. <laughs> and Nick said he can be Doug Buffon this week. So uh, we got we got so, Doug, we got the spirit of Doug Buffon inside yes. Nick Man. <laughs> well, while I give Doug Buffon to some time to warm up. I'll go into what actually happened in the match real quick. And I'll start with the fun story. I was initially supposed to get my to my grandparents in time to watch and so the, the the beginning of the game so you know I could cover it like I always do. And they decided to go to McDonald's first. I'm like, fine, I'll drive to McDonald's. And I ended up being stuck at McDonald's past five when the game started. I'm like, okay, whatever. I make a joke to my uncle and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna miss like few like miss the first few minutes. The fire probably aren't gonna score in that time. And he goes, Oh, they're probably gonna concede or something like that. <laughs> I pulled the game on my phone. Well, like from kickoff, and then I see the Chicago Fire concede within two minutes because, of course, they do. Um, some good build fire, play, to be fair. I uh, just uh, the fire random do not have an offside track or do random not have a side, line. random side side track. Uh, I open up, uh, I opened up FB ref just so I can check like XG and like advanced stats. And the Fire are one of the featured teams this week, uh, of right course. now, today, of course, there. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I see that happen. Uh, it was the guy gets slipped through on goal. Ronaldo Cisneros. His shot does deflect, goes in off the other side of the bar. That's kind of like a. We'll explain more later on because the far back line sucked. But anyway, I leave McDonald's to get to my grandparents. I get to my grandparents. I see it's one one. I'm like, that's funny. You know, it's the fire. At least they scored. Ha ha. And Jiggly messaged in the chat, who's who scored? And I thought he was asking about the Atlanta goal. I'm like, oh no, one else is. And then I realized Jiggly was being toxic and deservedly so. <laughs> Because who scored for the fire was Chanel Soul 4, a guy I famously uh, yell about every partially, week. Partially because of Jiggly's propaganda, to be fair. I don't actually hate Chanel Soul 4 that much. But he scored a, a pretty nice goal. The I think a set piece came out, got switched back out wide Shakiri. He drilled it across the area. And Chanel Soul 4 actually did what a striker does and made a late run and tapped it in from close range. Then the fire decided that they, they just don't want to defend, to be fair. And the guy gets open on the wing, shoots it. Gaga is not at fault, but he gives up the juiciest of rebounds to Ronaldo, who scores a second. And then a bit later on, the fire just stopped playing pretty much, where I think it goes from Bobby Shuttleworth to the midfield. The midfielder turns a little, or turns around, and then plays the striker through on goal, who then rounds Slonina and scores. It was Ronaldo again. Ronaldo scored the hat trick. Shame doesn't in happen the first that often. Yeah, in the first pretty much 35 minutes. The second half was kind of dead. Not much happened. Atlanta added a fourth goal in like the 90-something minute. My main takeaways were um, the fire defense was absolutely atrocious without Seahost, which is weird because they did 
they maybe it's because of Tehran. Because the fire back line at least looked somewhat respectable when it was Amsburg Canada. They were an absolute mess this game. But that was also because Sekulich just refused to keep the line even for some reason, which is why Atlanta scored the first and third goals. Um, Atlanta is just better than Chicago in all regards because both teams were going through injury crises at the game. So it's not like the fire can blame their injury problems on that. Gaston Jimenez missed out, but it's Gaston Jimenez, obviously. Um, yeah, that was kind of it. I didn't really take too much away from the game. I know Jiggly had more of an existential crisis about the game. I just <laughs> kind of went, oh, okay, that, that's it. But I'm also not like a fire supporter, so I didn't have that like investment <laughs> in it. I just kind of watched the game and thought, yeah, that makes sense. And then I moved on with my life. Any takeaways, Jiggly, before we let the man yell? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that the turf was the turf scored the first two goals and then took away okay, two players from Atlanta. Not, and also, and not, also, let's not but it also, that. but at the same time, it also took away two players from Atlanta. So let's, like, let's, turf let's giveth not. and turf, turf taketh away. No, the <laughs> first, the first goal that was a weird bounce. Like you get, you get uh, that that uh, Nick. That's the sort of stuff that I like mute out in editing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Those, that's the sound of ice cubes coming out of my refrigerator. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but uh, so the first goal, like, yeah, there was some spin on it, but I don't think on normal grass you'd get that kind of spin. Like you see, like the turf, like building, like bouncing up in like a weird way. Like you know that the ball always bounces weird on turf. So. I'm going to give that first goal to the turf. And the second goal, Amsberg slipped. Amsberg uh, just straight up slipped. I'm he could have gotten to, to the ball. Goal to the turf. Nice one. Like, I think the first two goals that, that, that Atlanta got were from the turf, but also it took out, like, it took out, it took out Robinson's, like, entire season. <laughs> World Cup, too, apparently. And World Cup. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if it takes out his entire season, it's going to take out the World Cup for him, too. That was an Achilles injury. My dad was saying, like, oh, it looks like a, like, I uh, hope it not, it's not an MCL sprain. I was like, no, he didn't grab his knee. He grabbed his ankle. That's an Achilles. Dude, brutal. And I know that there were some people on uh, Twitter uh, talking about uh, Cam Akers, who came, who came back way, like, so fast from an Achilles injury, uh, like a whole lot faster than expected. And technically, if Miles Robinson comes back in the time that Cam Akers came back, he'd be able to play in the World Cup. But that was like an anomaly. Somebody mentioned uh, uh, Adrian Peterson coming back from an N- MCL tear so fast. Like, that's just, it's almost impossible. And I don't think you, like, even if you, like, if, even if he makes that perfect deadline, he's going to be, like, not match, he's not going to be match ready for the World Cup when you have to play yeah. such a high intensity. You're asking for disaster at that stage. And also, the U.S., at least, I, it's a, it's a bad, it's, it's bad to talk about in this sort of way for optics, but I know a thing I really get annoyed about Greg Berhalter is that Jonathan Brooks, for some reason, just doesn't play for the U.S. anymore, even though he plays for Wolfsburg in the Bundesliga. Hopefully, Brooks can get another look in the team now because he's probably the U.S.'s best center back on, uh, when he's in form and when he's playing at the level he should be. And before we and before we let uh, we let Doug Buffon uh, go off, I just want to go off really quick on some people on Twitter who are like, "Oh, we should bring in John Brooks." Okay, here's the thing: our defense may be bad, but the problem is depth. We have starters. We have some pretty good starters. We have Shihos. We have Amsberg has proven to be a pretty good starter. And Pineda can be a third center back. We just need depth. And I don't think Brooks is going to come here on a depth contract. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who do Fire fans think they are? The Fire <laughs> fans just thought they could just get Matthew Hoppy, one of the higher rated. Well, that was, that was an actual rumor. That was an actual rumor. John Anthony that, Brooks is like them just wanting it. Why? Why in heaven's name would John Anthony Brooks 
Because Leave he's Wolfsburg. got Illinois tattooed on his leg, you know? Oh, my goodness. It's like the, oh it's like the fire fans don't realize they're fire fans, guys. Please <laughs> think about things for a second. Think. <laughs> I, also had a, I also had a takeaway, by the way. This is going to be a hot take, and I, I forgot to tweet it out. But this is – I'm going to lead with this because it, it makes it sound as terrible as possible. Last year's fire team, in terms of aesthetics with the logo and the kit, looked more like a fire team to me than this year's team. Which, And when I say that, I mean, when I saw the old logo, with the, when I saw the crown logo on the blue jerseys, I thought, okay, this is the fire. This is a fire team I hate, and it's a fire team that's, like, not the original fire. But this is, like, the new, ugly, stupid, new Chicago fire. It's, this, it's uh, oh, God, this is, when uh, I, when, there was when an I old see- fan. There's an old fan that uh, I, he doesn't follow the fire very much anymore because, like, apparently, like the moment that Houtman bought the team, he was like, "This this thing is going downhill." <laughs> like, he saw he saw the writing on the wall. He saw the writing on the walls like years before everyone else did, and he just started like stop going, stop going to fire games, and uh, eventually, I'd only ever see him at Red Stars games, and I don't even see him at Red. Didn't even see him at Red Stars games anymore the past like four years. Uh, I still see him on Twitter though. Apparently, he lives near me too. Anyway. Uh, but uh, he used, he would always call the fire after Hauptman took over the zombie fire because the fire because to him the fire are dead. So Fair, what like, you mean what you mean what you're talking about is that it looked like the zombie fire. Not necessarily, but like at the very least, I knew that that was a terrible, stupid fire team. It was still the fire. When I see this current fire team now with the new logo on the old dark blue jersey. It looks like, like you know, an ultimate team when you can like read it. Like it's like it looks like a created FIFA team. The yeah. fire does not look like a real team right now. It looks it like, a look bunch like a bunch of dudes team. on a random team that doesn't exist to me. I have no feelings about this fire team at the moment because I don't understand the, their existence. Like I see Chris Mueller, I'm like Chris Mueller is a good soccer player. Who is he playing for right now? Why is Shirin Shakiri there? Who are any of these people? <laughs> Who are you guys? It looks like a collection of dudes. It looks like <laughs> the Real Barcelona. The it's fire, a collection of dudes. The fire look like a like a recreately created team. If we, were, and if we, didn't, if we didn't already decide the name, the title of this episode, it was going to be a collection of dudes. But like, does that make any sense? Any of you? Like, it it just especially seeing this logo on the old jersey. I and will admit we're not getting no. right till 2024. It just it doesn't click in my brain. I will admit this that looks the, less like the fire than the last year's team did somehow. The fire haven't felt like the fire to me in a long time, like since the logo was changed. And it wasn't just the logo was changed. It was that like the entire team changed. I mean, back in like 2019, I knew all the players. I talked to I, like some of them would recognize me. I could talk to some of them. I knew who they were. And then in 2020, like entire roster revamp. I don't know who any of these guys are. I can't really talk about them in like quite the right way because I haven't seen them play enough. And then suddenly we're doing it again and again with the logo shift and everything. So yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like as I, I, I have, you know, we've talked, we've hung out with, I've hung out with White Amsberg. I think Nick, you were at that, at the, uh, at the anniversary party too. So you've probably talked to a few of the guys too. Like, yeah. I've talked to four, like talked to Brady. Uh, I mean, I kind of know who this fire team is, but like not much. Like there hasn't been a, we haven't had like a preseason kickoff luncheon since before the pandemic and they're not going to bring it back. Oh, apparently they're bringing back the meet the team event, which is funny because when I, when I canceled my season ticket or when I chose not to renew it, they were trying to get me back. They're like, Oh, Hey, no, we're doing these events again. I'm like, I do not care about this team in the slightest. (laughs) 
But yeah, it, it's just, long story short, it's like the uh, that the gist of my argument is last year's team. At least I knew it was dumb, stupid fire. This is like a fire team in transition, but it doesn't feel like either. It doesn't feel like the old. It doesn't feel like the old fire. It doesn't feel like the stupid fire. It's just it's a bunch of it's a it's a create team. So it's, like, it's a it's a like a you know in Madden what like you know those uh, templates. It's like a yes. Madden template team. This team is not real. Uh, it, and, it's it's like a for for you. It's it's not just like you know going back to your old high school. It's also going back to your old high school and they remodeled the place. So you're like I don't even know what this is anymore. No, they actually remodeled. <laughs> oddly enough, they remodeled my old high school and I got hyped up because like yeah, look how good everything looks. But, I mean, in terms but, of just like you got back like, there and it's like wait a second, what? Um, it's like if they remodeled my old high school and everything sucked and everything yeah, was worse. and everything life. sucked. Yeah, like somebody somebody smashed everything. <laughs> And there's just there's just why Almsburg stood there for some reason. <laughs> just, uh, you go back to your old high school, everything is just like demolished, and it's just oh, White no, Almsburg standing it's, in the no, middle. It's, it's not White Almsburg because White Almsburg is a great guy. It's gonna be Gaston Jimenez. No, no, like, no, like no. Everything is demolished, and then you have White Almsburg there. It's just like the one good thing is like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I actually like I like these dudes. I, if I look at the fire team individual, I apologize for stealing the red time because I always. Uh, I made. I made. I was trying to get us to get here so that we'd have enough time for more rants. Long story short, I always tell Jiggly I don't care about this fire team, and I start yelling about this fire team. I yeah. am a woman scorned, effectively, yeah. and hell hath no furry like one. <laughs> totally but, understandable. Yeah. So I uh, also uh, I'll keep up the tradition of mentioning Tyler Terrans every single time. I didn't get to hear much on commentary because I was visiting family, but he probably said something that would have annoyed me. So. Probably. I was listening to the uh, the 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 meme remix of uh, I, I believe I don't know the meme is just called death threats. <laughs> I'm sorry, you cannot start with that. Anyway, it's, it's it's actually a really good remix. Uh, I think you've heard probably you've probably seen it before. I've probably yeah like a YouTube version of something or whatever. Okay, now now we give the floor to Doug Buffon, Nick Matt, go. Yes, <laughs> Buffon has entered the chat. <laughs> what you know he's at a loss for words already yeah <laughs> all this team sporadically when they were created I remember their first championship I got lost in the whole Bulls last six championship where the Bulls are the Bulls going to come back and uh, the Cubs making the playoffs and all that stuff, and I followed this team sporadically, and I saw a big success, and then Hoffman comes in and pretty much just takes a giant dump in the middle of Bridgeview and says, here you go. And this is your team now. We've had to deal with this giant pile of crap that they've been shoved us in. Yes, Mancino has made strives to try to bring us back to relevancy, but yet Especially after watching this last game, I'm still like I'm watching a big giant pile of crap. This last game hurt me so bad. I I I was more pissed at this game than I was against them losing against Omaha. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that. I mean, that's how. That's how. That's why I told. Uh, that's why I told Adnan that like this is one of those like existential losses. Like Omaha was so, funny. Wait, what's what set you guys off so much? Then I don't. I don't get it. Am I missing something? 
It's literally what what about this game or just in general? This about game. this game, I guess. Like, was it just like the realization that everyone like that line is so far clear you, the fire, or was it is it like it the was, straw that broke the camel's back? It was like literally the when they got down two one to me, it looked like well, this is it. We're done. Yeah, we're done. They looked like they quit. Like other games, it looked like they didn't they they didn't quit. This one, they look like they quit. They just gave up and said, whatever. And this is not only the overhaul game of me driving 12 hours back and forth from Chicago to Minnesota in my own car that already has 100,000 miles over it, on it, traveling all the way up to Minnesota, not only watching the fire crap the bed, but also the White Sox crap the bed. And I hate prefaces and comparing these two teams, the White Sox and the Fire, because why well, they play two different sports, but both teams had significant injuries walking into that Minnesota game. They both got beat, but the White Sox seemed to bounce back, but the Fire looked like, oh, whatever. Whatever. Where, in the words of Doug Buffon, where's the fire in the damn passion? I mean, Come yeah, on, like, man. Sweet I, I like baby it. Jesus and a grown one, too. What the hell, man? Real quick, I do love... I remember I actually had this conversation with Jiggly back in the day because Jiggly would often go... I think one day he went to a White Sox game and then a fire game at Toyota Park. Yeah. And I told him, like, yeah, if I cared about baseball, I would, I would do more about the White Sox and the Cubs because the White Sox remind me more of the fire. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of like, and that was back when like the good old fire was like, hey, they're trying, they kind of stink, but you know, at least we're having it, we're trying here, you know, we, it's we out here, we, we move. This <laughs> we fire here. team, this fire team doesn't even deserve that, man. Mm-hmm. You got guys playing in positions that they ain't supposed to be, security's supposed to be out in the wing, supposed to bring Gutierrez in the middle. No, let's just do the opposite. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, so I made, uh, Oh, once again, mentioning Global Palmer. Uh, DM him, by the way. Yeah, okay, fine. You tell me what to DM in and I'll do it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, but like the one, uh, you know, he, he's been he's been a bit more active on Fire Twitter recently. Like he, he kind of left for a bit and now he's back. And uh, he just randomly was like liking stuff after the last game. And now after this, after, well, no, it was after the Minnesota game. And now after this game, the one tweet that I made that he liked was me just mentioning, like, the uh, just retweeting the video that MLS sent out of uh, the of the one goal in that game. Notice, Shakiri on the wing means goals. Put Shakiri on the wing. He wants to play on the wing anyway. We looked at his heat maps the entire season. He wants to play on the wing. He loves it there. That's his home. You're moving him away from his home. He wants to be on the wing, and we score goals if he's on the wing. It's just. And I remember, I remember when this before the season started, and there was the whole article on the website, like, "Oh, you know, Shakir's going to play as number ten. And I'm like, "Okay, interesting idea. It's probably not going to work. I don't think it's going to work. We'll see how it works out." After two games, that should have been enough. After two games, we were all just like. Yeah, this looks exactly like what it sounds like. And I understand the concept of like wanting to put him there, especially since like, you know, well, he might not have the pace to deal with, you know, American um, uh, with, you know, we got a lot of young, we got a lot of young, speedy people on the wings in MLS. 
And so, you know, might not be able to keep up with that. And at the same time, you know, he's got good passing. So you want to put him in the center. I get that. But when we see in the first few games that nothing is happening, I don't know. Try something out. (laughs) Ezra, please, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you, no, go ahead. I mean, the only I was we, you as a guest, so we want you to talk more because yeah, we've yeah. already yelled about yes, this so much. Yell about your thing because I, I want to say something else real quick. That after you, if you yell, it's being a good coach. And I try not to bring Ezra, but last game I blamed him. Being a good coach is seeing if something's not working and changing up mid game. All the greatest coaches have done that over time. You seem to just go, nope, gotta do it this way. It's like a gun, like a gun with pointy toys in his head. There's a bunch of theory on that way. There's a bunch of theory on that way. If you freaking do it, I'm freaking doing it. I wouldn't be this angry if they had lost three to two. I wouldn't be this angry if they lost four to one and we just got some really bad breaks. But Jesus ain't Christ. This team quite on them. Even before the game, even the last game, the rain soaked game against New York. The diesel discipline in this team. Deron's running out there. The minute he gets touched, he's going insane. Jesus oh, Christ, man. He's like, don't touch me, don't touch me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, discipline isn't just, you know, I've said before that I want us to get as many bookings as possible this season just because for my own fan fiction. Uh, But like it. Pause. (laughs) But like the thing thing about discipline is it's not just about like, you know, making sure you don't follow, making sure you don't get bookings. It's also discipline of staying focused. And that is something that Duran is horrible with. We need we need somebody who's going to get him focused and not like. You know, the moment he misses his first shot, he's done for the rest of the night. He's done. Uh, Jiggly, Jiggly called that during the Open Cup. I came down to talk to him at halftime, and Jiggly said, like, oh, yeah, Duran missed his first shot, and he immediately lost his head, so he's useless. And Duran wasn't the same the rest of the game. He, he is that for every single time I've seen him play. Every time I've seen him play. I didn't, as I said, I didn't see the, the Fire 2 game this, this week. It was at home, but I didn't go. Uh, but every single time thing. I've seen him play. And what what I was gonna kind of mention is because uh, obviously you know Ezra's made some mistakes and he's he's at fault for for some of these things, but man, this fire team is built horrifically. Oh that, my that's, god, this. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't blame. Like there there are definitely a lot of things that Ezra is now continuing to do that is definitely concerning that he's continuing to do it. But I think that you look at the bench and he he left me, like three su- he left three subs on the table. I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, let me three, check. Because I went to go find who was available off the bench. He, he made used, two subs. He, used, uh, he made four subs technically, but the two of them came after the 81st minute. Yeah. Well, I but mean, like, one, of, one of them was like an injury sub, essentially. Like, because they might have like an emergency window injury sub. Because I know you're only allowed three sub windows. Uh, so the fire made a sub at halftime, and then they made two more subs after that. Speaking of which, their sub at halftime was the stupidest thing I've ever seen because we everyone on everyone on Twitter was just like the two people on the pitch that we need to take off right now: Ivanov and Tehran. They did not take off Tehran the entire game, and instead of Ivanov, they took off Gutierrez at the half. <laughs> um, I, I think I don't know if halftime counts as a window. To be fair, because there's obviously a break for halftime. If the, if, the, if but at the same time. He hasn't been using all five of his substitutions in no. any of the games. He hasn't done he, it. He, he didn't. He didn't early when on look, when the team was at full, full full fitness either, which was concerning. And when you look, and when you look at the depth, you can't really blame him. Like 
What are you gonna do? You're gonna put on Espinosa as a winger? You're gonna put on Johnny Bornstein at left wing. Yeah, run him down. You're gonna put on Kendall Burks, the guy that we won. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the Kendall Burks again. Let us go off on Kendall Burks for just a second. I think there was something up with this kid. I knew there was something up the minute Nottingham Forest went, no, go side with Chicago. I knew it. I was like, wait a minute, there's something up with him. There's got to be something up because if this uh, kid had potential or even the promise, just a glimmer in the eye, Nottingham Forest would take him because Nottingham Forest is trying to get back to Premier League. And when they got to get back to Premier League, they're trying to stay in the Premier League. They don't want to go back to Championship if they happen to get to the Premier League. So if you get a guy like Burks and he's got some potential, you're going to take him. Put him on the under-23 leagues. The minute they said, nope, let the fire take him. I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. What's yeah, up with this kid? I, I think they, 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 I think the story when they often reserve contracts turned out, but they probably, yeah, to your point, they probably, if they wanted him more, they could try harder. I mm-hmm. love the Kendall Burks there now because, I, as I say, Jiggly was right about him too. During the draft, he was complaining that the fire were doing a weird thing by drafting a guy with the first round pick that they didn't even know they could get. They got mm-hmm. him, and he's not even that great. And Jiggly had the great quote of like, "Oh, great, we won the sweepstakes, and this is what we won." And he sucks anyway. Because like I, I was getting like blasted on Twitter with people being like, "No, no, we took the best player available. That wasn't the best player available. The best player available was a Sunny Buddha, a speedy winger. What do we need now? Somebody on the wing. Somebody on the wing. What don't we need? Some backup center back who's not even good enough to play on the fire two. And the fire two, it's Tehran and Burks. And you know who's the worst center back? Burks. Tehran has to for Burks. And we just saw how Tehran plays in the, in the first team. So what do we think about Kendall Burks? Doug my phone hits out, take it over, Jigger. Dude, it's and I, I, I love when Jiggly's right because Jiggly, I, I'll give play a fair. Jiggly knows what he's talking about. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes it's skew Jiggly, but as I said before, if there's anything about the draft, I'm going to Jiggly. Jiggly knows I will not talk <laughs> about Jiggly anything draft. As soon as Jiggly told me the stuff about the draft was going on, I'm like, I believe him. This will probably be something stupid. And when he got signed by the fire effort, like part of me was like, oh man, they actually got this guy. He actually they're hyping him up. Maybe there's something here. And no, like Open Cup, he struggled, or at least I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know him as well, but Jiggly. Jiggly's been watching him all the time, and I, I trust Jiggly when he talks bad about this dude. Fair play. Well, I mean, and, in general, the Fire 2 defense is terrible. <laughs> uh, is, that, is that other drafty dude still injured? Oh, Ostrom? Yeah. I have not seen him in a while. Are we ever going to see that man again? Hopefully. I like him. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably better than Kendall Brooks, probably. I believe no, you like, on that. I, I, well, I, I mean, watching he and the Fire 2, when I, when I have seen him out there, like he's going up and down the wing. Like He's doing pretty dang okay at left back. As I said, I kind of want to see him over Miggy just like once. I just want to uh, see that. Just, I mean, I and I've not been proven right on this yet. I still think I might be. I don't trust the fullback pairing of Navarro and Sekulic. And Sekulic, as I said, was terrible this game. Sekulic, I don't know if this game... He oh just, my God. Third, I said the first two goals were turf. Third goal was Sekulic. Just straight up Sekulic. You, I don't know. Does he not know what the offside line is anymore or something? He, he, was, trying, he, was, he was giving Gutman too much space. 
No, no, no. It wasn't that though. On the on the third goal, it's not like he was trying to mark anyone that made a run in behind or so. He was just blatantly keeping the dude on for it's like it's like he had money on the game or something. That's the thing. Like Ter- you, you you complained about Terrence, but like Tony Miola was going off on the fire defense. Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, because it was I, they said at halftime. It was a tragic showing. It was terrible. It was second rate defending. Sekulich looked like right before the game, he went to Gladys Knight's home of chicken and waffles, got the platter plate with turkey, ham hocks, uh, red beans and rice, greens, sweet potatoes, and got the itis right in the middle of the game. He looked lost. <laughs> well, I mean, we've talked. We've talked about the like the last, the past couple seasons. We said Boris Sekulic was the most consistent player on this team, and now that we had like Shihos and like Amsberg doing pretty well, now that we had like some better center backs that could actually handle it, suddenly Sekulic is not good. I just he's just I, not looked good. I think in like a, in a big game against a good team, Sekulic and Navarro would get found out. Because Navarro had a bad start to the season, too. He was giving the ball away a ton. Yeah. I just don't trust him. But the Fire have so many other problems. Navarro or I mean, Freddy do you Navarro want Espinosa out there instead at right back? Oh, my goodness, though. That dude's a pr- pretty much like a right striker at this stage. He just, just he doesn't defend anymore. He's not even a good attacker. He's, uh, you know, this team, Chris Mueller looked good, at least. Chris Mueller, yeah. and honestly, Shakiri in this game? Look good. He's uh, uh, who scored gave him a five point seven. You want to know what they gave Gaston Gomez? Oh no! Oh, a ten. Well, well, guess oh, guess oh. he didn't play. <laughs> but he got a ten on who yeah. scored. Uh, the fire, the fire were desperately trying to give Gaston Gomez man of the match for that game. Gaston got nine point six, which is you know point one below Cisneros. So uh, who had a hat trick? But I mean, yeah. like yeah, you know, you can't. Gomez can't carry the team every single week, of course. <laughs> man, I don't like a Gaston Gomez. And he, and it's not, he's not even done anything personally wrong himself. To be fair, he, I, I, I just, I think the reason why I'm so much more against uh, Gaston Gomez is because I was talking about a VTuber I liked. It's like she can rock a turtleneck, and then somebody just posted a picture of Gaston Gomez in a turtleneck. And oh my! I just want to shoot myself. No I was just like, oh no! <laughs> you've ruined this great thing for me. You've ruined the you've ruined VTuber in a turtleneck. <laughs> was it was it comparable to the meme that they sent around with uh oh uh, god, what what was it? Vision from the Avengers wearing a turtleneck and a gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> was it comparable to that? God, at least that'd be cool. <laughs> Remember when everyone got so hyped up with him in his side because he was a good looking dude? <laughs> we don't even think of that anymore. Like we're just like, yeah, whatever. Good looking dudes get away with so much. Heights did. He just went out, found some good looking dudes, and was just like, hey, y'all, y'all can play soccer. I mean, or Seklich does not look bad. Like one of my favorite ever episodes we've ever done. Sad boys. I remember because we were recording it. I was at my sister's place. I remember this still. Jiggly mentioned the report about how Heights has refused to learn the MLS rules, and that made me laugh uncontrollably. George Heights should be put on trial. I don't know how. Do we have Do we have the ability to put on like a supporter tribunal? <laughs> like uh, you know what? I can, does the, does the IS, I remember we had to, we dragged Atul Kolsa to uh what was the the Tottenham bar in Chicago? I forgot what it's called. It's the Tottenham bar. The Atlantic. We dragged yeah. Atul Kolsa to the Atlantic, and he had to answer for the fire's crimes. Can we bring George Heights to, like, Dude, I, I don't no, know. No, you know what we need to do? We need to have George Heights sat, and then Hezra next to him, and then we just start reading out the fire roster. <laughs> the Heights. 
Because <laughs> I don't think he realizes what he's built here. And he's just how like, bad it is. And yeah, then yeah, Hedrick's yeah. just kind of nodding his head like, yep, I have, I have him. That Those are my yeah. options. <laughs> it, it's like we have a gunshot wound and George Heiss is like, oh, just pull some Robitussin on it. It'll be fine. I know. It, wait, on, I have a gunshot wound and George Heiss doesn't realize we've been shot yet. <laughs> shove, shove, a, shove a cough drop in it. It'll stop the bleeding, baby. <laughs> you guys are giving Heiss so much credit. I don't think he realizes what's going on. He's like, what do you mean gunshot wound? You have Gaston on No, no, no. I talked, to, we, I talked to him at the anniversary. He knows exactly how bad how bad of a situation he has gotten himself into. He even <laughs> said, like, I hope we have a good transfer window. We signed two players. And you know what? Shios was an amazing signing. Love the guy. Shakiri. if we get in somebody else who we can support, is a great signing. But if we are expecting Robin to carry this season, we're not going to get anything. Yeah, this well, is like Robin. This is like, I mean, uh, this is going to sound, so, this is gonna sound so bad. This is going to sound so bad. We got Catwoman. Not, not Cat, Batwoman. Batwoman. We got Batwoman. The oh third God, stringer. Yeah. Bad, we, didn't, like, we, got the, we got the number three. We didn't, we got like, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great disservice to Ray Allen, but we got Ray Allen of, out of the big three. You know, yeah. like LeBron and Chris Bosh were the two big names, and then they had Ray Allen, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, Ray Allen." <laughs> That's, that was not no Jiggly. Oh my god! Oh wait, no, that, that wait, no, that was okay. Oh, Ray, Al- Ray Allen was the other big three. Ray Allen was the other big three. I'm sorry. Wade existed. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you thought the Miami big three was LeBron <laughs> James, Chris Bosh, and Ray Allen. That's so I'm good. Sorry, it was, it was oh, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and in, oh, in the Boston. That's so good. No, no, no. The Miami big three. <laughs> Paul Allen. <laughs> But and um, what Yo. I wanted to say is, Jiggly, you know what, you know what's gonna be really funny now? Imagine when Jai Torres is healthy and he plays Cam, and the Shakiri plays on the wing, and Shakiri still doesn't do a lot because he doesn't if have he all doesn't? the help. And we're gonna be correct, Jiggly. We are. This is our Nicholas Gaetan moment, Jiggly. What did you think of Gaetan, Nick? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I tried but to he's block him. Benefit, out. He, he's got the benefit of hindsight, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I try. I, I tried to block him out as best as I can. That's, uh, that's, I, it, it, it's, he, he, he looks like a chicken, chicken with his head cut off at different times. It was sometimes he wasn't it was like, like the worst. He made some good yeah. passes, and I think we're yeah. seeing that out of Shakiri, where it's like he makes some pretty good passes. Oh, <laughs> that's an article idea. If I imagine, I just put is there not Shakiri the new Nicholas guy? Todd, see how quick it is. So someone tells me to kill myself on fire Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because because I think we said this when he signed that if you say is he the new Nico Gaetan, we I tweeted that from from the uh, Sad Boys account too. We said at, when he was signed, is he the new Nico Gaetan? And I said, if you put that on Twitter, people are going to think that's a compliment because there are still people out there who think that Nico Gaetan was good for the team. It was, man, just, I don't, it's, it's jiggly. I'm, you were right about Kendall Burks, and we are going to be right about Shakiri, unfortunately. And I'm very excited. No, I mean, I, 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 I still have it bookmarked of uh, me saying that it's going to be really fun sometime in July <laughs> when, yep. when we start talking about it. And we're already seeing it. People are already saying he's checked out. Although <laughs> like, we, although I said we it February 9th. You can check the receipts. I can retweet it if you want me to. My favorite part of this <laughs> signing is when in five or six months, all these same people talking about how amazing Shakiri's signing is are going to be complaining about he's not getting help or he seems like he's given up on the team. I saw so many, you know, I saw some from, uh, from opposing fans when it was like, you know, Minnesota against Minnesota. I saw from opposing fans saying it looks like he's, it looks like Shakira's given up. I didn't see it from fire fans yet. And this game I saw from fire fans saying he's given up on the team. 
And we couldn't even have expected the added subplot of he just gets played out of position for no reason. I, I did not think the fire can go that far. That's even funnier than I could have ever I imagined. I mean, it's classic fire. Always play them out of position. You, your whole thing about Sean Maloney. Oh, dude, oh I thought about that earlier. When he mentioned, when, um, I keep forgetting your name. Sorry, Nick, right? Yeah. yeah. When Nick mentioned about how Gutierrez and Shakiri were on the wrong position, it just reminded me of Frankie Allop and the, one of the worst coaching decisions I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if you remember this, Nick. Back in the day, yeah. the Fire had Sean Maloney and Harrison Ship. Two players who could play out wide if you need them to, but they're much mm-hmm. better centrally. And the whole the whole debate and the whole thing Frankie Allop had to figure out was how is he going to fit either both of them centrally or one centrally while still getting output out of the other, right? And still making it kind of work. Frank mm-hmm. Yallop played both of them on the wing. And I wanted to shoot someone, bro. <laughs> I, I <laughs> still, I'm, I'm still not over that, man. I'm still not over looking at the starting lineup and seeing Maloney on one wing and Harrison Ship on the other. I'm literally standing in my house gesturing at the walls because I'm upset again. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like I'm like on the edge of my seat right now just leaning forward to go to the mic and I'm backing up whenever you're talking. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm sorry, Nick. Do you have anything else you'd like to yell about? Because I, I just get pissed we off. We can keep going. This. this is fun because we have somebody else so, who's like, that's what I said that like we didn't have enough. We needed more rage coming into this week after that game and I didn't know if I could bring it because I just sort of felt sad about it and Adnan is kind of like detached but that's why we brought you in. <laughs> and RJ, I love RJ. RJ's still too much of a like an adult who's like RJ's an adult. RJ, RJ would have come on here and said, "Yeah, that's what the fire do," and he would have been completely correct. Yeah. We are yelling about a team that does not deserve to be yelled about. I, that's a good tweet. I should remember that. <laughs> like this, this fire. Oh, and I, I told you, Nick. It's, it's always yeah. this always happens. I don't care about the fire. I legitimately do not care about this fire team right now, and I won't be able to until at the very least 2024, which is a horrifying thought. But. Oh, it's you might have you might have you might go to a Jeff United game before you go to an MLS regular season game for the fire. Okay, I I don't think anyone else is gonna listen to this. I've been keeping this secret from like all my friends. I don't think, particularly, I'm legitimately God willing, of course, because there's still like I need to get some things over the line. I am most likely going to be going to a Werther Bremen game before a fire game. <laughs> you know, how I told you I'm so antsy about the Bremen game. I, I'm going to the Bremen game on Sunday. <laughs> oh my nice. god. Oh my god! And, and they all they need is a point, and I am I freak out every time I think about it. But I am legitimately about to go fly over to Germany, spend thousands of dollars just for a weekend to watch Werder Bremen instead of the Chicago Fire, who are literally <laughs> blocks away from my sister. I was at my sister's place, literally. Like my sister is about five blocks, not the opposite way. It's it's the same distance as Trump Tower, my sister's place. I was there while the fire were playing at Soldier Field. And I just could not bother to go to the fire. You mentioned, yeah. about, you mentioned about wanting to see Tehran carrying and senior past your sister's house. Yes, yes. I, I still want to see Tehran kidnapping someone. I hope, at the, I, well, hope when I'm at the Bremen game, I see Tehran. <laughs> I see Insignia on Tehran's shoulder somehow because Tehran's getting ready for ahead of time. Yeah, Tehran should probably kidnap him before the game starts, actually. Before, the, the, game, before the game. I like, think, the, no, thing is, the good the thing, thing is, that, is if Tehran does then get sent off, good, because then that means Tehran cannot be on the field and playing. That's what fire. I was going to say because <laughs> I right, went good. down like uh, at halftime during during the game, like everybody was complaining about Toronto. I came downstairs to my dad and I was just like, I mean, 
at least we know he's probably he's still probably good for kidnapping Insignia, but not much else. <laughs> and I don't mean to flex. I I I believe I was correct about Toronto and Espinoza. I told you from the beginning. We didn't. You didn't really argue this with me. You're just kind of like, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Whatever. I was spot on. I we cannot trust Tehran, and we cannot trust Espinoza. And those are both height signings. I mean, I, I I usually don't like go off against signings that are made right away. The only signing that I would go off against is like if we got Joff Cameron. If we got Joff Cameron, I get really angry about that. Or like but Kendall like, Burks. The reason, well, the reason why Kendall Burks was the way that it was signing was done. It yes, wasn't right. it yeah. wasn't Burks himself. It was because the Fire were trying to look like the smartest person in the room. They were trying to be Nelson Rodriguez again. That's what really got me angry. Shake up the soccer they world. Shook up the shook up the soccer yeah. world. They yep. tried to shake up Nick the knows. soccer world, and it was stupid. <laughs> oh jeez, this it gets, it gets me with this team is. Like when Shakiri came in, had a big event at that one hotel, that one Swiss hotel. Uh, Torres comes in, have a big event at Pilsen. Muller comes in, you all go to the Portellos over by Woodfield Mall. They're like, welcome in. Dude, I want wins. Everyone wants <laughs> wins. We don't want big, lavish parties. And- and I was having fun and remembering the past. No, I want to kick freaking uh, Cincinnati's teeth down their throat, make the playoffs, and at least have a shot. And the horrible thing is that we've been taught, we've mentioned like a few times that, like, on the business end, the Fire have actually done pretty well in recent years. They've done, they, like, massive changes have been done, except for this season where uh, they apparently were not able to get a jersey sponsor until, like, just the last second. Before the season started, uh, apparently, like I'm, I'm, I'm. This is me hearing this from the Chicago Soccer Conversation, which is uh, apparently when we record late, we also put our episode out like at the same time. So they come out on Wednesday mornings, but this is your Tuesday morning podcast here. Anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, it's with Brian Sandlow, and Sandlow is the one who like he does a really good job of like randomly just checking out what's going on in the business end. And on the business end, things are kind of falling apart because they also have. Might have broken the lease at Soldier Field accidentally. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, because they got they sold naming rights to the pitch, the CIBC oh, Bank yeah. pitch. Yeah, that's so Tin Pop, by the way. Why is our pitch sponsored? And the and the Bears are uh, are should be. There's no like official evidence of them being angry about it, but they're angry about it because the Park District is real annoyed. And apparently, like, the, the Bears lease is, like, a whole lot longer than the Fires lease, so it might not even be in the Fires lease. But the, if it isn't in the Fires lease, then the Bears are going to be so much more angry, which the Park District does not want because they're trying to keep the, the Bears from moving. <laughs> uh, I do have confirmation about the – or effective confirmation about the Motorola thing. We got a shipment of jerseys for the Fire at Dick's Sporting Goods, right? And they came in without the sponsor. The, the jerseys at sale at my Dick Sporting is the fire yeah. jerseys are without the Motorola sponsor, and I assume that's because they got it in so late. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they got the sponsorship. I think like the like the day that they were making the video, I think, <laughs> and so that's why in the video in in the Shakiri announcement, they don't have the sponsor on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or no, in the pregame video as well. Actually, the pregame yeah, pregame, pre-game. videos they don't have the sponsor. No sponsor. Again, sweet baby Jesus in the grown one too. Come I, on, man! I, I, so did, I didn't even general, click how Tin Pot. Why is the are the fire the only team in world football that have a field sponsored? Um, 
Well, it's because they can't sponsor get yeah, a sponsor for the stadium. Well, well, get stiffed then. You made a mistake. Well, That's I mean, your the, fault. You, well, there's also like there's teams that sponsor the court. Or uh, I know that uh, there's a couple of baseball stadiums that uh, like Camden Yards has a sponsorship. It's like something, something at Camden Yards. Uh, oh, Fenway, so Fenway sponsored something, something at Fenway. I think that even like uh, the Quest Field before they finally changed it to CityLink was something, something at Quest Field. Yeah, uh, fair enough. But I, I, the pitch is bad, man. Oh, look, yeah. the pitch itself has looked good. Has looked bad well, no, too. I mean, like the name, yeah, but that's fair. But that's just, uh, but and, which is weird because the Bears aren't even playing, uh, and the Fire yeah. don't even practice at Soldier Field. They practice at the game, like it's. <laughs> so we go, go. we go, we go get shipped back to the game, man. Right? <laughs> the Fire. I, I mean, I, I said that my goal this season was to not throw up at the game, and boy, howdy, it, it might not last. <laughs> Look. I if you if you gave me the offer of the fire get to reset the factory settings back to 2018, I take it every day of the week. That's what I'm gonna say. Can I get reset re- factory settings back? to Well, yeah, 2018 was like the last time where like it feels like you could have saved it. If if the fire do not change the logo, how do they go through the pandemic? I want to I, I want to hear what you, what you guys think. They, they went MLS Cup. They went MLS Cup in the pandemic because it'd be one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, in, in terms in terms of like you know, they don't change the logo and they go back to red jersey and like they 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 don't like move away to rebrand. Yeah, they don't they don't pull off that rebrand going into 2020. Like Mansueto somehow finds the kill switch in between like all of the wires and like traps that Nelson Rodriguez set in front of it. So Mansueto pulls the kill switch. There's no rebrand going into 2020, but there is still the pandemic because you can't change that. How does fire support change? Because we do have the supporter chairman. How does how does like the view of this team change through that? If go on, yeah. If the if the play on the field got better, I think it would change a lot. But you're still dealing with a a team that's still trying to dig their way out of out of a hole. Like, I think, what, what was it? Moneyball, Billy Bean had said, it was like you have uh, everyone else. You have the top teams. Mid-tier teams, and you have the bottom-tier teams. teams. Bottom-tier teams, 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. Yeah, we're still digging out of 50 feet of crap. We're at 35 feet, and we're not at 50. And since he's doing a whole lot faster. <laughs> yeah, and they're doing it. Yes, they're doing a whole lot faster than us. Well, we went from the beginning of this season. Like, I'm just looking at, you know, technically, you look at these results. I'm just going to take this screenshot of it because I think I find it really interesting. You look at these results here uh, from the start of the season, moving into later in the season. Uh, like, it looks like, okay, maybe the Fire are confident. And then, and then like, you know, the Orlando game hits. I was like, well, I mean, they lost the game, but there were some players sent off. And then Galaxy happens like, okay, yeah, I understand it. Scoreless draw. We keep getting those. That's kind of concerning. And then the Minnesota game hits and everything goes off the rails. Mm-hmm. Like you just see three goals conceded, two goals conceded, four goals conceded. They've considered, wait a second. So that's, that's nine goals. They've conceded about like, what? Four times as many, over four times as many goals as they had in the first 
like in three games, they've conceded four times as many goals as they had in like the first seven games of the season, I think, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, the other way, what I because I was writing an article, I was for my preview article, and I genuinely had to keep looking at it because it did not look real. But going into the, it's a, it's marginally better now, I guess. But going into this weekend, the Fire had scored six goals from nine games. That is that is ridiculous. And seven from ten isn't much better. And you look at the x uh, like the xG here. You want to, uh, Nick? I don't know if you can actually see the chat that I'm putting stuff in. Uh, but uh, the xGA the, that Atlanta had was two point five. They scored four. The Fire Agreed. have been. Up until up until Minnesota, the Fire yeah. have been holding holding teams down below their XG, and Minnesota they had one point one XG. They scored three. Uh, Red Bulls was two XG. They scored two. Atlanta two point five XG. They scored four. And the Fire's XG is going up a bit, and they're still not scoring. <laughs> the Fire um, had one point six XG against Atlanta, and so that was the other thing that like. That definitely in that game that like you kind of see that happening. It's like, oh no, yeah, we're gonna lose because Atlanta was giving us opportunities. I, I think mm-hmm. and like against Minnesota, it was a lot of you know Minnesota's defense was just handing opportunities to the Fire, and it was like it was so frustrating. And in this game, the Fire were getting handed some opportunities, and you can't even like think that they might get it. Like that was how that was why it was like it's an existential loss there because it's like you can't even argue. Like, you can't even think that they're going to get it because they're not. <laughs> like, they're getting opportunities, and you can't even think, oh, well, they missed that opportunity. They missed that opportunity. It's like, no, there's no chance. There are just no, no get, chances. Yeah, they get to the box and act like they don't know what they're doing. They're passing it around. Too many passes. Take the damn shot. Just take the shot. Just take I think, the shot. I, I was looking at the... Uh, this, this is on a tweet from a while ago, so I do not want to go back and look it up. But I also, I also, I also don't want to deal with going through MLS stats again. But like the fires attacking stats are depressing. It's like, oh god, <laughs> you like the fires. Uh, I believe goals created, goal creating actions. That's that's the term. I need to find it. The fire have eleven goal creating actions all season. They are set, tied for second uh, in the least for the least goal creating actions. So Sporting KC has ten goal creating actions. They are unless, and then the Fire are tied with Vancouver. And it looks like the median goal creating actions at this point in the season is about like eighteen, nineteen. And by the way, Montreal has the most with thirty five by far the most. And that's the other thing. Like they're playing a fun brand of soccer. The Fire or not. And the fire or not, uh, I, I want to see there because you were meant you because uh, Nick you mentioned stuff about pa- uh, the final third passes yeah. into the final third. The fire are fourth worst in passes into the final third. They have two hundred nineteen. They're only ahead of Miami, DC, and Seattle. Uh, and I think dribbles into the final third. Let me just check this. It should be around here somewhere. Uh, damn, I have to scroll down, don't I? Dribbles into the final, th- carries into the final third. The fire are sixth worst, tied for fifth actually, tied fifth worst. Just reinforcing what we all see. We all see this. We all see this team just fall apart. The final third, make dumb decisions, and not score. Like, and we're seeing. Go on, go on. Yeah, like, it, it, it's okay. Your defense was. 
league standards, but now it seems like everyone's figured you out. Like, you can't just play, because you figured you out because it's all you have is Shivos and Amur back there, and you have no depth. No one, you're that next man up. It's it's literally Ezra looking around going, God, Jesus Christ, can, can I mean, what's the thing is that in the play? <laughs> Pineda should be the next man up. And he has barely ever, like, as we said, Pineda and Amsberg wasn't like terrible next to each other. It wasn't terrible next to each other, but he's refusing to even look at Pineda as a center back, which I said at the beginning of the season, I prefer Pineda as a center back. I don't like Pineda in the midfield. I think he's a good center back. It's again, improvisation. You gotta, what you got, I understand that Ezra does not have depth, but you gotta improv. Try it out. Just try it out in practice. I'm not trying to tell the man how to coach because he's got the job and I don't. He knows better than I do. But Jesus Christ, are we watching the same game? I saw somebody mention pieces around. I saw somebody mention that they want to see if they can do a uh, a a false nine with you know Hyro Torres can be like more towards the mid like midfield midfield, but a false nine with uh, Mueller and Mueller and uh, and Shakiri on the wings going in, like cutting in. That is what the two of them can do really well. And Goody as the false nine. I heard of that, and that sounds pretty interesting. But is 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 Ezra going to try that? No. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stick with the same sort of four two three one that hasn't worked. And at that point, if we go to that point, what is with Shabilko? Who cares? Just who cares that? I'm not. I'm yeah. not has died at this point. Uh, Nick, yeah, no, what? it's just. Yeah, I, sorry. It's just. Yeah, because the the thing I I'll let Nick talk in a second, but it's like the thing how you know like we're caring so much about this team that is the fire at the end of the day. It's just I don't know. Go on, Nick, and then I'll, I'll say something real quick. I want to add. It, well, it, it, he he has to try something. You can't get. Just because you were able to get what you got at the beginning of the season, now teams are starting to figure out, you got to switch it up. You're seeing Shakiri move more towards the wing, put him back the damn wing. Yeah, let's try that. Let's put Moeller at one wing and Shakiri at another wing. And let's stick, uh, I don't want to stick Polish ham and, and freaking... Hey, hey. <laughs> the crocus, the crocus ham of the match is a very important thing. Never forget I that. Mi- I miss the crocus man. That's I still, I still have the giant banner. Like, uh, were you there at the? Were you there at the uh, the, the, the pod cleaning, Nick? The pod uh, cleaning. No, I, I just I, like I found the massive crocus ham banner with uh, Nicholas holding out a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I still I have that. It. I miss it. So that so wasn't waterlogged. So that wasn't waterlogged. That's <laughs> waterlogged. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, I did think because I knew it was like that. That's going to be a mess. I'm not going in there. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's it, that's the thing with Shabilko is that once again, you know, it, it, as it, I really like the way that Adnan put it last week, which is sometimes we're right, <laughs> sometimes we're right about things, and that thing is Shabilko, which every single Philly fan was just like, he does not do well. As a single, as a lone striker, you know who did well as a lone striker? Oh, four. He was making, he was moving, he was doing what he needed to do, and he was where he needed to be on that goal. I even said at halftime, like Nick, you you, you called us on this, but like 
I really did think at halftime, I thought that Ofor was going to get a hat trick through no fault of his own. He oh, wasn't going to like heaven, Shigley. Because Please. because it's because it's if if Shakiri can get out wide and put it across, Ofor was just going to be there. He's a large man. The ball's going to hit him and go in. He's going to hey, score yo. a goal with his butt. Like I don't like. He's not going to score. Else. He's not going to. He's not going to score through any fault of his own. But I thought he was going to get a hat trick through no fault of his own, just from Shakiri having like the sheer will to just like. Put the ball in the box. It's just going to bounce off of a four. I thought that was going to happen, but no. Shakiri can't play on the wing. He has to play in the center. So back because like my dad and I have the same feelings about the fire. But back when my dad would we we would care a lot more about the fire. He would always talk about starts of the season, and he, he would he would keep keep yelling about how if the fire don't have a good start of the season, they're not going to have a good rest of the season. Yada 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 yada. And his, his benchmark, it always ended up being that the Fire would always somehow only have two wins after 10 games. And that was always kind of like ingrained in my head. That's been ingrained in my head recently. Where my dad would be like, oh, they've only got two wins 10 games. This is going to be a wasted season. And this season would ultimately be wasted. I don't remember how the Fire started in 2017. I don't know if they were particularly great, but I don't think they were as bad. But I can actually go it, back it, right now. I got, famously I got my in my head, <laughs> it was just two wins out of 10 is a bad start to the season. And after the fire, the, this team had a new feel about them, as Tyler Terrence once said, and how hyped everyone was on Chicago Fire Twitter. I'll give you guys one guess to how many wins the fire have after 10 games of the season. They got two. They've got two. After, wait, so you said after 10, after 10 games in 10 2017. Games, yes. In 2017. Uh, that's one win, two, three. And I think that's five. Five wins out of ten games. So, yeah, a good start, good end of the season. And I, I, I still don't necessarily fully agree on that because things change shape quickly. But he was always right about the fire being bad when they started badly, and I would not be surprised if this is more of the same. Also, Giannis just dunked the life out of, I think, Al Horford. And now <laughs> Al Horford is just nodding his head at Giannis. What was that? <laughs> no, no, no. Giannis has just dunked the life out of Al Horford, and Al Horford just stood there nodding his head at him. I think I just... Al Horford's going to pull out a gun and shoot him now. I just realized. I just realized that Juninho was captain for some games in the middle Good. of that season. Good, he's clear of Gaston Jimenez. No, it's just like you always like that's that's one of the like the most forgettable players in Fire history. Mostly because like he came in at the same time as Dax, and he was supposed to fill and the same time as Dax, and then Schweinsteiger came in, and it's just like nobody remembered that Juninho even played for that team. <laughs> And he they was like coming he, in off the bench, and he did not play well. He did not play well. How many appearances did he have? It he had, wasn't bad. He, I, I, I think I got into a fight with he him wasn't on Twitter good. with Juninho, but he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't good. To be fair, Giannis he also a got a total of fifteen twenty six minutes in that season. That was more than Jonathan Campbell. Good. Um, uh, Giannis God, got a, <laughs> How Giannis, dare you say good about Johnny Campbell? Campbell's a great guy. Yeah, Giannis <laughs> Campbell. Oh no, Giannis Campbell. Giannis. <laughs> Yanni's got a technical for staring down Al Horford after he dunked on him, which is pretty funny, to be fair. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. I'll, I'll, do you guys have many more things to yell about? No, not um, well, we, got the next, we got the next game. What I was going to say then, yeah. I'll lead with this. This is a must-win game, correct? Yes. Yeah. Like, like, if the Fire do not win this game, you can, call, you can call game on everything else for the rest of the season, right? Is that, is that, the, right, is that the general feeling? Pretty much, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because they're playing Cincinnati. I know they still have their injury issues. I assume someone will be back by then. But you have to be. It, it's like one of the things. Another thing my dad would say sometimes. It's like 
Screw all the circumstances. Take everything out the window. You have to win this game. Brayman on Sunday have to get a point. The Fire have to win this game against Cincinnati, and I don't know if they're going to. I remember at the, near the beginning of the season, we were talking about how, like, you know, we wouldn't know anything about this team. We finally know about this team. We finally know about the rest of the league, and the rest of the league is, you know what? That, that was the thing that I was thinking of because I was listening to the Chicago soccer conversation this morning on my way to class instead of listening to music, which I probably should have stuck with music. Uh, I, just because brutal, it made me sad. It made me sad. No, no, you just you just diss. I love I love I love the I love their podcast. I prefer listening to it at home where I can be sad alone. <laughs> I had to do it out in the pub out in public. Uh, but like I was just thinking that I did convince you at the beginning of the season. I convinced you the fire with the rest of the league getting so much worse. The rest of the East getting so much worse. The fire could make the playoffs, but unfortunately. The fire just don't know when to move. This is a team that still you look you compare it to the rest of the rest of the conference. They should they should make the playoffs. This is you can't just say oh well this is the same fire team as before. No, they did they this is a team that every single year I almost don't know. almost every single year except for like maybe last year and the year before I think I would say that like. That team's not making the playoffs. Last year, specifically, I think, would be a big one where I was just like, at the beginning of the season, it's not going to make the playoffs. This isn't going to matter. But this season, and a lot of seasons prior, where they didn't make the playoffs, was a season where you think, they they have everything they need to make the playoffs, and something's just not working. And that's it's it's incredibly insulting to the fans, and it's insulting to the players themselves. I'm not doing it. They're doing it to themselves. They're insulting themselves by not doing what they're capable of. Jiggly, I'm going to remind you, what team are we talking about right now? Exactly. We that's what that's, that's, this, that's what I'm saying. What, like I'm, what, what I'm saying throw that about? out. No, I'm saying throw that out no, because we can't. No. It's the it's the fire. It's what they do. We, we can we can we can discuss narrative as much as we like. I love narrative. It's my favorite thing. I'm a I'm in, a, I'm in film school for screenwriting. I love narrative. But the thing is is that hey, look at this team. That's what we always say. Look at that team on paper. Throw out all the narrative. How good is this team? This team should make the playoffs for so many seasons so far. The, this this fire team should make the playoffs on paper, and it just doesn't. Yeah, narrative happens, but how does that narrative keep up? You how do they keep up with that narrative? You can't beat Wall Street, and you can't beat Chicago Fire narrative. Uh Nick, do you have anything instead of Jig and I? Just, we're gonna have a guest on here, and Jig and I just gonna start yelling at each other now. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. It's the reason I live. You, you kind of became a conduit for us being able to do that. Yes. <laughs> you call a conduit. I, it was, it was yes. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I, um, is, I know the narrative and it keeps happening every year. I, I, just, I, I think if we're able to pull off a win on Saturday, then there's hope, but it's got you gotta start changing it right now. And do I think they're gonna change it? Probably not. Nick, the, Nick is effectively crying for help right now. Yeah, it's a cry. I'm crying for help right now. Like, please make this better, please. I mean, at the same time, you—they are playing Cincinnati. And I'm just waiting for the bottom to drop off of Cincinnati 
they realize that hey, you guys are Cincinnati. Why like, Coyote? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Fire have, do not have a good history of playing against Cincinnati no, in yeah, general, no, they don't. even in MLS. Nope. No, they don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, another tradition, Nick, is that we always do this thing we yell about the fire, and then I ask you for his match prediction, and he ends up saying that the fire is going to win anyway. So actually, Nick, I'll start with you. Give me a match prediction for Saturday. Zero, zero. Yeah! There you go, Nick! There you go! Nick knows it's the Chicago Fire! Nick knows! Go say something stupid now. I mean, honestly, I was formulating it. I think Bariel scores twice, fire lose 2-0. Yeah! Yes, boys! This is a coping mechanism! You're finally, we're all learning! The secret is out! Did you, did you see what I wrote? Well, I mean, obviously Nick is not in, has not been given access to the, to the game plan, but Adnan, you saw what I wrote for Preview versus Cincy. Oh, no, I didn't actually. I, I may have actually. It's I on the final page. I went to go look at the picture of the dog again, or I, I forgot it's not the picture of the dog anymore. It's, it's, the, it's, it's, our, it's us. It's us. It's the sad boy's family photo. Let me let me find the game plan real quick. It's I'm like my, right the, above it. The code on my my laptop is incorrect. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Because this thing's the team's actually not that bad. And uh, because I can bleep this out and I can remember when this happens, I just put underneath uh, preview versus Cincy. Yo, we. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's try. <laughs> like it's it's not like it, I know, can't. <laughs> You know what's the worst thing, by the way? Um, I'm going to predict the Fire 2 no win. This screams out. <laughs> you're this... the one who, no, no, you're the one who yells at me no, for talking no, trash on the Fire me, the entire this... time. And then you say that they win. No, no, no. You're like, I'm the one who's always bullied on this. No, I, this is the moment where I get to turn on and bully you. Can I no. myself? Let me, give, me, give, me, give me my take, and this I'll explain why. Um, Nick said wrong yeah. where he said if they win, it gives you some hope it buys some time. This is yeah. the exact game where the fire win and people go, We have a chance, actually. We can fix this. We can do it's like we we can actually and then the fire are gonna lose like fifty games in a row. No, no. They're, this going, is the- they're going to win, they're going to win away at Red Bulls. They're going to win away. Because Red Bull has not played well at home. Oh, yeah, they true. only play well on the road. The Fire are going to lose this game against Cincinnati, win against Red Bull, and everybody's going to say, wait a second, we have a chance. We have a chance. No, no, the Fire thing, the fire thing to do, they win, they win Saturday, they go to Red Bulls and win, they just get demolished by NYCFC. <laughs> I just, I just want them. Can they win on my? Can they please just like play good on my birthday at least? Just one day. Yeah. I'll get stuffed. You're gonna be happy birthday, mate. They're gonna lose my fifty. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, that was a little toxic. But I, I, I want, I want four to have a good game. Like that's that. Okay, we haven't talked about that. And I, I wanted to mention. And you know, you, we've, we've only like glanced at this, but like oh four. Looked like a better lone striker than Shabilko. I would rather have O4 start the rest of the season at lone striker than Shabilko. If we have a two striker setup, then we'll have Shabilko out there. I don't want to see Shabilko as a lone striker. He has not played well at that. Fair enough. I, I will concede that. I, I think that's more of an indictment on Shabilko, of course. Yes. And you know how I feel about O4, but at the very <laughs> least, I will give you that. Because O4, and that's the thing. That's also why I want you carry on the wing. We do not put in crosses. Let me look at the. Let me look at the stats for the past types. Well, who's going to cross the ball? Brian Gutierrez? I'm kidding. That's hard. Exactly. Like 
Exactly. How many crosses have the fire done? <laughs> They've okay. I was not looking at the right thing. Where am I? I'm in the match. I'm in the match logs for some reason. Where's where's the full? If, if you want an indictment on how long this episode has gone, this is the second time I have to refill my glass of water. Uh, <laughs> no, that's just. Well, I mean, we we do this all the time. Although we yeah. are over two hours, I think I even I, I asked I asked uh, I, I asked Nick like you know how long this how long these take are are you fine with this? You know I like uh, the long jiggly hey oh I'm sorry crosses completed crosses into the into the uh, eighteen yard box the fire have oh they have twenty which is a bit above average a bit above average so okay that's did not expect that. I, I think we're getting gaslit by half the fire. I, we're getting, so. yeah. Well, okay. In general, 106 crosses, which is below average. It's not like enough to be like, you know, whatever is in the uh, worst in the league, but it is below average. I think that it's, who are they targeting on these crosses too? I mean, it has to be Shiboko too. I, I think it's lies to be fair. We, we, most, were, we are being gaslit by the fire in terms of but with Gaston, with like these specific, this stat, like everybody's seeing what's happening and the stats are just like, yeah, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> are you sure? You're, you're, are you you're, sure you're, about you're, that? You're, your friends don't really care about you like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, oh God, I forgot the, uh, I, I, you know what, someday I need to actually watch the actual uh, play gaslighting is from. Uh, Nick, have you seen it? I know you're a theater major, right? <laughs> was a theater major. Uh, I haven't seen it though. Uh, okay, but like I mean, it's Nick. Nick probably graduated like 57 years ago, according to his age. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like back in our day, we had VCRs. <laughs> back in my day, uh, you could you could break a man's leg and only not only get a stern talking to. <laughs> Like, uh, like our internet was all dial up, so it was just. <laughs> oh, oh, we were talking about hand checking earlier in the NBA. Like, <laughs> but like, it's. It, I just they need they need to put in more crosses, and that's what that's what a four is amazing at. Like they got this big boy, just like put the ball in there, and he's just gonna get it. That's what we saw in fire that when the fire two played against Philadelphia in the most horrifying game i've seen officiated like yeah you think that the nyrb the red bull game was bad that fire two game from a couple weeks ago against uh against philly the one that i bought a beer at like it was just i needed a beer that was just horrible officiating and that the way that they that they were able to come back at the end was just put the ball in there for a four just have a four in there and he's gonna. The ball's gonna just gonna get to him. And it's gonna bounce off him and go in the goal. That's what you need him to do. That's what you need a striker to do at the very least, at the most minimum. Have the ball bounce off of him. That's why. That's why it sucks that Collier never played striker. Collier never played at, at pure striker. They always yeah. put him on the wing. You put Collier. I want Collier and Ofor as our two strikers this season. <sighs> Oh Bring my, back Collier. No, no, Collier no, no, no. Please tweet that. Please tweet that. And just see how quick it is until someone tells you to blow your brains out. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, San, the, the San Antonio supporters are going to try to kill you. Because <laughs> like, they want to keep him. He's done well in San Antonio. That's Go the ahead. thing. Go ahead. 
the moment the moment that the Flyers get rid of a tall striker and he goes to the USL, he lights it up in the USL. Matt Fondy broke the record for the most goals scored in a season in the USL for Louisville. Good. The, the season after he left the fire. I root for any player that leaves the fire. Good for them. <laughs> so, like, what I mean, like, just get it. Oh, how tall is Shabilko? I can, I can see this. He's not quite, big, big, but he's kind of like, bigger. Okay, great. It doesn't give me that stat here. It just he's, gives me his age. He's like if he had like. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Nick got that one. Yeah, I have to bleep that out. Oh, oh come on! No. I, can't, I can't keep that in. <laughs> Because he actually, yeah, Adnan doesn't know about that because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Nick knows about Ikumbukum. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, rebounding off that joke, which definitely wasn't terrible, by the way. Uh, but like, th- th- like in terms of height, like that's the thing about the fire team that I noticed about. You look at the fire. T- that was another thing about the fire two Philly game. Philly is tall. It, yeah, maybe, you know, the Fire 2 is a bunch of kids, but, like, isn't the Philly 2 team supposed to be a bunch of kids, too? They're tall, boys. they tall. The Fire are short. We got a cube. Like, we got a cube who's, like, who might be shorter than me, which is Seahorse, horrifying. Seahorse and, uh, and Amsberg aren't, that, like, aren't tall for center They're backs, not like, either. We need to, like, you know, is, is, there, is there, like, a Bulls player that's terrible that we can just, like, Bring over oh, to the fire and just oh, stand oh, up. It's like, like oh, perfect, Nikola Vucic. Can we get? Can, no, no. Can we get? Uh, you know what? You remember Wendell Carter? Yes, to be fair. Can we put, can we put him at striker? Can we put him at striker? Just have him stand in the box. Tell him to um, run up and stand in the box whenever we bring the ball up. And just Shakiri can just like hit it, kick it at his head, and it goes in. So like, it's like what that reminds me. It's like the opposite of Scott Sterling. Where instead of it hitting in the face and saving it, we want to kick it off his face so hard it goes in the back of the net. Yeah, I think that should Shik- like. I can trust. I can trust Shakiri's uh, foot. What? Um, I mean, I can trust Shakiri's passing. He can hit him. He can hit him. And we just got to make sure that we got like guys bigger than everyone else in there. I don't know. Is is uh, is uh, is is Taco still playing? Taco Fall probably not. I, we can bring him in. <laughs> okay. Wait, Amy so now- right now? No, that's a. No. I thought he was a wrestler. Why? Why am I thinking Taco Fall is a wrestler? <laughs> Uh, now he's thinking, oh, what's his name now? I'm like it almost, almost, yeah, yeah. Bobol, uh, well, Bobol's son is what tried to get in the NBA. No, but no, no, Manu, no, Manu Bol was the oh, old. Oh yeah, yeah. Bol is the son. My fault, my fault. Um, so Jiggly has not from campaigning for Collier and 04 up top to literal basketball players. <laughs> just like get a tall man, get a rather tall man, and just. Put him up there. The and just see is, what happens. The sun is literally setting at the moment. And it's probably already set. And I'm listening to Jiggly name off basketball players. Hey, Jiggly, let's see what Eddie Curry is doing right now. Yeah, what, what's Eddie Curry up to? Of course, the man, the old man makes an Eddie Curry reference. Yeah. What's Eddie Curry up to nowadays? Uh, he's, he's at the school with his family. It's a clean, a clean, well, not a one on one, a pickup game with Eddie Curry. Was that, was that, was that, was that still Jerry Cross? Was that Garpax? That was uh, Jerry Cross. Okay. Yeah. One of Jerry Cross's last things to give to the bear, uh, give to the Bulls was Eddie Curry. <laughs> Instead of Ron Artest, right? Yeah. Cause they, they missed out on Ron Artest as a result. All right. There's a trade or something. No, they traded Ron Artest. Yeah, they traded Ron Artest to oh, Jurassic Park, I believe. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, that that because I know they got in Chandler and it was Tyson Chandler in the Twin Towers of Curry. My dad told me about that in the day. We're not talking about early two thousand Chicago Bulls basketball, <laughs> which is the old, which is like the only level of Bulls basketball that I can like really talk about. Like maybe like you know you get to the Derrick Rose era, I can talk about that. Right now, I don't know anything. <laughs> but like, we just need a tall man. Any tall man will do. We can get, as I said, what's Christoph Porzingis doing? Just put him up there. He probably knows how to play soccer. Just put him up there. Hey, Jake, hey, did you know the one guy that was a free agent? Uh, I'm still pissed. I, I, I wish the fire got Kai Kamara. I know I don't actively root for this team, so it would have been a bit tricky, but I wish. In a different world, if I rooted for this fire team and they had Kai Kamara, I would be wearing a Kai Kamara Chicago Fire jersey right now. And he, would have five, and he would have five goals this season so far. There's so many players that the fire could have just, like, kept. It wasn't even it wasn't even like a, a thing of like, you know, oh, well, their contract ask was too high or, you know, they they uh, they, they just wanted to go home. Like they could have just kept them. CJ Sapong. They could have just kept him. They moved him on. It was great for CJ Sapong. Everybody was happy for CJ Sapong. They should have kept him. Uh, Lucas Yanovich, as we mentioned earlier, they could have kept him. It wasn't like he was asking for a DP contract. He deserved a raise. He was underpaid. He could have made the light runs in the area right now, too. Like, you don't have to cross it high. You can cross it low like the fire scored and still have a guy get on the end of it. Oh, and O'Four's goal wasn't even a high cross. Yeah, and he almost missed it, too. He almost full-on Emil Heskied that thing. Like, it's... I wonder why. No kidding. But, like, it, it's... <sighs> we just need a tall man. We need a... And also, uh, I think, I believe... Uh... At the at the Red Bull game, uh, I was making jokes with RJ about like, yeah, we need to say RJ was like, yeah, we need to say Bolt. Honestly, <laughs> just that's what I mean. Like, if we lose this game, throw everything out. Let's just have fun. Let's be the Pacers. Let's just like foul everyone as many red cards as we can get. Let's break the record. <laughs> Worst discipline ever. Let's do it. <laughs> And then, then Azrael in the posting press conference be like, I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> As let's I said, see, let's see the support the supporter section. We should get a red card. We need to bring. Hey, uh, can, can you work on bringing back the capo stand? <laughs> okay. I've been trying for so long. If you think, want like, this, isn't if, the capo fans? Isn't the capo stand like physically at Soldier Field right now, and they're just not yes, putting it up? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, in the uh, Walton deck. It's, it's uh, right below the Walton deck. It's right there. And have I walked like, past it? I forgot. Yes, you have walked past it. <laughs> but like, uh, it's I want the fire. Like, the, the, there's a whole like we keep seeing like the scenes of like Ezra saying like, if we can't win, make sure they can't win. And I'm just like, if we can't win, they can't win. If they're gonna win, they won't leave here alive. Okay. <laughs> Like if they're if they're not going to be afraid to come to if they're not if you know you want teams to fear you you need that intimidation I want teams you know we need to want teams to be afraid to come to Chicago preferably because they don't think they can win they think that they're going to get their ass they they think they're going to lose I want if the fire cannot bring that fear to them make them fear physical pain like it's or in in the nicer way then. Uh, if we can't win, they can't win. If they have to win, let's at least have some fun. Yeah. That's all we're here for. I want Duran to just go out there and just... I was about to say, just kill a man. Okay. <laughs> My two favorite highlights about thinking about the fire were thinking about Tehran kidnapping Insigne 
And I don't know if you remember this, Nick, but my what I wanted to see happen in the first game of the season was Shakiri get tackled really hard by some big American defender and then realize how physical this league was and for Shakiri to just quit and walk off the field. That was best what? Yeah, and then Tyler Terrence would start crying about it and it would be one of the funniest. <laughs> and I, I still wish it happened. And now, what was the thing I pitched for earlier? I forgot what it was now. Oh, no, you know what I was thinking? Uh, I, I should have said. I... I'm not going to say I will root for this team, but I really want Ezra Henderson, when Hyrule Torres is healthy, to play him on the wing and to keep playing Shakiri at camp. I want <laughs> I want the fire to sign every single attacking midfielder on the planet and for them so- all to get benched by Jordan Shakiri at camp. <laughs> I want Ezra to refuse to change. Hyrule Torres! Was lighting it up in Liga Mackey's, not just uh, also lighting it up with, uh, with yellow cards, which, as I said... Yeah. I love that. But like the last thing that he showed that he showed to Atlas fans was the goal that got them into the Ligia. That is amazing. That is what is we're he, getting. Is, is he playing this weekend? Is he playing this weekend, by the way? Well, okay. So he apparently got a muscle injury going into this game, which. Well, he had, apparently he had it. He picked it up in his last Atlas game and like kind of realized how bad of an injury it was in practice. Or. He saw the turf, and you know what? The turf got somebody already on that game. They got oh, they, the turf, turf, play, two man. guys. That was, that was the other question that people had, but they weren't able to ask Ezra, which was, does Shakiri play on turf? And I guess he did, which, real awkward for a guy who, who is known for calf injuries. <laughs> he got away with one, I guess, then, yeah. Because remember, Ezra cost Shakiri like three weeks when he played him too early. And he's looking better. It's just... Well, yeah, looking I mean, better he's, physically. He's, he's fully fit again, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, Nick, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Just uh, anything. We talk about anything here. You know that. Yeah. Um, well, I can announce we're um, at the Wall of Honor on uh, Saturday. We're inducting Lord Bobitz. Oh, uh, oh nice. I, yeah. Uh, we're going to have our family down. I'll say a couple words before. Well, they open the gates, and uh, once the gates, we have the plaque already installed. So once y'all come in, you know, her name will be added. To oh, that's the, lovely. Uh, nice. And, um, yeah, the 25th anniversary party. I can't get it too much, but it's looking real good. We'll, we'll, start it out, we'll announce that um, middle of the summer. So. Nice. Great. I remember I was I was brought in to help out with the 25th anniversary party, and then suddenly uh, I just stopped checking Slack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use Slack. Yeah, it's going to be real good. And uh, we got some things planned also for the Juneteenth game. That's the next home game after Saturday against CC. Oh, so yeah. Got, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're bringing back some catering. Black Fires will bring back catering. Yes. Uh, we're going to have some catfish. We're going to have some uh, fried chicken. <laughs> and if you have it before the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure that Boris Eklich doesn't go out there then. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. He's gone. He's on a bad He's He's going to see the food, have a big smile on his face. Everyone's going to have to, like, shoo him away. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no, you play. We'll save your plate. <laughs> You, you can get you can eat after the game, please. After uh, the game, we'll give you a play. <laughs> and uh, and uh, where where is the Bridgestone Cup currently? Um, it's in my house. Okay, well, cool. My yeah, can it's I... it's facing the uh, the skyline. <laughs> can can I have it? <laughs> Wait, no, I no, have more. To... 
I have to go through our finance secretary, <laughs> Carrie. Carrie, Carrie. Carrie said that I could have it, right? More, more importantly, <laughs> I actually, can, can I have it? <laughs> You're not going to go anywhere. The guy who doesn't even like the fire, can I just have it? Because that seems really funny. <laughs> we can we can do the handoff on my birthday. And Adnan, if you want to come to the watch party on my birthday, and just like make fun of the make fun of the team, we can hang out. I, I will come, get the cup, and then immediately leave. Like, I'm <laughs> going to a fire game, buying a ticket, entering the stadium. It's not a game. Ice cream. No, I know. But it reminds me of our idea where I'm going to go to a fire game, buy a ticket, enter the stadium, buy ice cream nachos, and leave. Just and leave. just by the like button with my ice cream nachos. Like, honestly, that sounds like a great time. Like, we can I'm, pick up a game. I'm genuinely so down, man. That'd be so, I'm not, I'm not that down, but I'm, that, that, was, that sounds yeah. so funny. Go to the yeah, cafeteria. I'm sorry. Uh, the worst part about the Minnesota going to their arena it was so much better than Soldier Field. They had burritos. Oh. Pizza order burritos. Yeah, no, that reminds me. The best meal they ever had at a stadium was when I went to Cincinnati Stadium for the Open Cup game, and they had loaded uh, nachos where it was like cheese covered nachos, and there was like chunks of chicken, like like Ooh. it was like uh, it was like a chicken nugget breast almost. It was so good. Oh, I remember the so worst. Good. Well, I mean, I can only think of the worst thing I've ever had for a game. It wasn't at the stadium itself, but in the eleven and their tailgate. Uh, they, apparently the Colts have like a like a clubhouse essentially set up for like fans, and so Indy Eleven was working out of the the Brickyard Battalion was working out of that that clubhouse, and they had pizza there. It was the worst pizza I have ever had in my entire life. <laughs> it was the worst. Indy Eleven Brickyard Battalion. I hope you guys get better pizza in Indianapolis. <laughs> it was. It, what was wrong with it? It. You know, people talk about like things tasting like cardboard. But like that was the first time I ever bit into something. I'm like, I- I'm sorry. Did I get the box? <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and on that note, I think no that's it. Uh, yes. Thank you for coming on, Nick. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it's been it. a joy. Yes, it has. But it's a learning Hopefully- experience. Hopefully, if Adnan can show up to any sort of fire event, I can finally introduce him to you, actually. <laughs> any yes. sort of fire event. By any proxy. sort of As I said, like, hey, you want to come to the watch party and just pretend it's just a birthday party for me? That's fine. <laughs> Wait, when is it? Uh, May 18th. Okay, I'm not in Germany, right? No, yeah, you, won't, you wouldn't be in Germany. It's Wednesday. Okay. Oh, it's on a Wednesday. Oh, I'm working. I think I'm working that day. Um, I don't know At if night? I do. Because I work at Dick's Sporting Goods. Well, I mean... Um, I thought, I'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out later. Anyway, uh, uh, okay. my mom Nick, called me down for dinner a while ago. <laughs> it's okay. You know where we, Nick, Nick, you know what you can come yeah. to then? At uh, the pizza time incident. It, oh, it, the it, pizza it, time at Fire 2 game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's me. We have a specific game set up for it. I will tell you when that game is. So well, you can make day, sure what, yeah. I got to make sure I get that requested off of work. Yes. So yeah. I, I, uh, I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> great. Uh, anyway, so that is. It, uh, as I said, thank you, Nick, for coming on. And uh, I'm Jiggly. I've still been odd, man. I'm Nick. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you want to say it? Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, eat the rich. <laughs>